So today, I got the intro. I hmm. do you know? I got I got an intro. Is it Welcome to Guardian Downcast? Uh, no. I don't even know who those guys are. <laughs> you're, kind of, you're kind of a big deal. So I've heard. Well, I mean, that was before the podcast. I mean, come on, let's let's be real here. Um, <clears throat> but no, I had a song in my head this morning, and as I was taking my morning uh, bathroom break, it was just it was cycling over and over in my head, over and over again, and 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 again, again, and it was something to the tune of um. <clears throat> See, whenever I do it on the spot, it's difficult. Like, whenever it just comes out naturally, like I was singing it earlier before David got it, right? And then it was just kind of like flowing, right? But now that I'm on the spot, you know, it just, it doesn't feel right. It feels, it feels staged, you know? Probably because it is staged, and that's probably the definition of staged. But it went to the tune of, um, parody to the left of me, demon to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with our on Two Titans and a Hunter, where we do our best to provide you with tips, tricks, and builds to help you navigate the Destiny universe. What makes us different? Well, four out of five of us have no idea what we're doing, and we're not streamers or YouTubers. Even though we do have streams and YouTubes, we are just here to entertain and inform. And now, on with the show. And Parody will fill in any gaps that I may have missed in that intro. Because <laughs> there's a lot. Parody's got a script I do not, so I do my best to work off of memory, which we have all proven is highly unreliable. Unscripted, not filmed from a live studio audience, and um, I don't know why you're all here. Welcome back to I Don't Know Why You Play This Game, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we berate you for playing this broken beta of a game. Your hosts are the pink panted titan extraordinaire, Parody. Your hunter law scribe, with all the facts that we never remember, it's not our. Your leader of the hunter master race, the one and only respawn. Finally, we come to the orchestrator of the chaos, the titan with the smooth British voice that is definitely not houndish. Nintendo man, or night demon. I have so many questions from last week. I mean, the first of which being, why are the rest of us even here? Because clearly we are not the most popular part of the show. I guess not. Apparently the wives and the kids are, man. Every time we're on, everybody's disappointed. They either want wives or kids. The amount of feedback that we've had have gone, you guys are funny, but last week but, was funnier. It's yeah. like, no, thanks for that. But she's far better. I mean, I don't, I, even I, think, I don't even think it's the wife. I just think that they like hearing us abused or being abused. You know? Yeah. I, I did appreciate him rushing to our defense when she said, I don't know if they do anything to help. Let's be honest. And Nightingale's response was just awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've done the intro. Somebody start something, please. This is already yeah. a train wreck. Uh, sir, it come, this train comes pre-wrecked. Mm. We're here to give you all the leaping around you could ever want in your life. To play games where the characters are not real people. We're not here to listen to your marriage counseling. You're here to listen to ours. For real. And we're all really chuffed. They push it to eight stacks. We've got loads of Gambit. We've got moats on tap. And this week, the three of us are back together to tell you what's happening next week in Destiny. To hunt with the pack as Iron Banner returns. Enjoy Boosted Valor all week long. Shax is going to bring Clash to the Crucible. Because he knows he can't stand up against Iron Banner. So Clash is where you go in and you murder people. That's it. No objective. Nothing else. Just run over, run over people, punch them, shoot them, throw things at them. 
make them die, and do it again. And if you want some more PvE goodness, you can break into prison with the Warden of Nothing Nightfall, where there will not be double rewards or anything else. Just well, what's just the reward? Nightfall. What's the uh, the the weapon? Disappointments mostly. I, I don't know. I've I've lost track of which week is which. This week is the plug one, isn't it? That we're currently in. So does it go back to the hung juror next week, or do they change it up and add the other ones back into the rotation? Mm, I know they were adding the other ones back in, and I don't remember if they said when or if they just said these would be the first three, and then we'll dump the other ones in. So no, you'll just have to run it and see what drops for you. I'm guessing it's going to be two full rotations of the three that were added. So we've had the hung juror once, have we, or have we had it twice now? We've only had it once so far, I believe. Okay. So I'm guessing that it's going to be the hung juror this week for the nightfall reward. And then it'll be... Is it, is the... it not locked to a, to, a, to a nightfall like it used to be? What do you mean? No, no, no. I mean, before the nightfalls, this certain nightfall had this weapon drop, period. Flat out. Right? No. Where have you so been? Not... That hasn't been a thing ah. since Destiny 1. Yeah, probably. So s- someone who's, you know, more diligent than we are has put together a list of ah. what the rotation is. And what yeah, is that's the... a list until they decide that they're going to dump the other three back in. Well, uh... No, well, it's got the, it's got the, you know, it's got the palindrome and shadow price and, or does it? Yeah. <laughs> so assuming it this sounds like someone found, sounds like someone found the same list. Yeah, so, yeah. So our friends over at Shack News say it'll be the hung jury. So we are oh, at nice. least on tap for yeah, the hung jury. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, yeah, unless they do pump. Yeah. Cause this is hung jury. Uh, the Yuzumi RR4, Plug 1, Hung Jury, Sniper, Plug 1. So it goes like that. Well, the Plug 1 was this week, because I got a few rolls. I still don't have the God roll, but yeah, it was, it was this week. You don't a word I'm telling you, do you? I already nope. said it was a Plug 1 this week. Yeah, so yeah, so they are just counting for the first three through the end of the end of the season. So yeah, at some point that'll get changed. Yeah, I think it'll probably be for the first six weeks, it'll be those three <laughs> rotated twice, then they'll add the other ones back into the rotation. Well, it yeah, might be yeah, nine least... weeks, so you get at least quite a bit of it, and then for the last bit of the the rotation, the yeah, at least give three. people a couple a couple chances at the new stuff before they pollute the pool, as Respawn would say, with everything else. Dilute, I would say, dilute the pool, but yeah, close enough. Dilute, pollute. It just depends on what you're looking for. If if you're getting sniper rifles for everything, you know that could, it could be polluted. That's definitely pollution. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god! Speaking of speaking of sniper rifles, have any of you done the um, no the vault of glass? I think Damon has. Still enough. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Arf. No, not yet. Having that chance. Oh, sad face. Why would you have done sniper it? rifles then? Because how'd, part how'd of the, one of the enc- one of the encounters, uh, you need sniper rifles to do the encounter uh, properly. I have never used a sniper rifle, so I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. care what you've used. Well, then you don't need a sniper rifle, so your I said pro- wrong, I sir. said to do it properly. Obviously, you didn't do it properly. You did it properly. No, you didn't. There's lots of proper stuff in there. That no, I've done, and I've no. not once no. picked up a sniper rifle because you're bad at the game. Okay. Go on then. Which encounter is this? This magical encounter that I need a sniper uh, it's rifle. It's not a for? magical encounter. It's Atheon. Uh-huh. It's what? Atheon. Uh-huh. Antheon. Atheon. What's Atheon? Atheon. I don't know. Why don't you tell me what 
and Theon is, because I said Atheon. No, He's the one who's decorated in ornaments, who's going to give you some major scrazes as you try to fight him. Uh -huh. yeah. Why are you using sniper rifles? Because where you're supposed to be, sniper rifles tied with anarchy and a super is the best DPS you could do. No, sir. No, sir. Yes, sir. No, the no, crown splitter is the best you can do. Mm, yeah, you walk up to him and use a crown splitter. I will. He'll never see it coming. I'll never expect yeah. it. That's accurate. He will never see it coming. <laughs> I can support that 100%. There are a couple of um, strats that you can use, and I've, I will link them in the show notes. There's a couple of cool videos where people bubble up on his legs and use double shotguns, the, the slug shotguns. That sounds like a bad day. No, they melt. That sounds like a bad day. So, so basically, basically the same strat as Deepstone Crypt, only with Atheon. It's like, no, no, we can yeah. just stand here and, and well, shotgun you until you die. That and same it's the same strat with, for another boss in the in the Vault of Glass. Yeah, the Templar. That's the same strat. Double shotgun, anarchy. Yep. Double shotgun, anarchy oh, with breach and clear, and oh, yeah, it. is is phenomenal. And you can do the same with to Atheon as well. Mm -hmm. And also, there's a new strat where people are using double fusions as well. Linear or just no fusion standard? rifles, just really? standard fusion rifles. What I'm guessing they must use like um, all telesto all the time, two telestos. Yeah, how are they getting double fusions? Maybe it's uh, maybe well, the... in order for you to use double fusion, you have to use the exotic primary, right? So that's one out, right? And then the second one would maybe be something with uh, uh, lower half the magazine does more damage. Uh, the name is escaping me right now. You know, I don't know. That's that does sound weird. I'm gonna have to check that out. Maybe that's worth looking into. Oh no! And okay, I was gonna say everybody got real quick. <laughs> I mean, because the Vex Mythoclast is a fusion rifle, technically, right? It is an it, auto fusion. Yeah. It drops as a, oh, or, well, you, well, you could do, you could do, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess Arbalist, Arbalist is or, or well, that's Bastion. a linear. That's well, yeah, a linear. Okay, oh, Bastion, yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to think. I was like, there's got to be another one that I'm forgetting about. Yeah, so Bastion. Yeah, that's is, what is I said. It, the primary is, a... is is the Bastion exotic. Yeah, that's what I had said first. And then the second's got to be a legendary with like, I don't know, bottom of half the magazine does extra damage. I would guess. I think. Right? It, yeah, I think it's that new fusion rifle that you can get the, uh, not the loaded question, the other one, the new one. The plug there's one. a bunch of or the there's, null there's composure. A plug one and then no composure, the that's the composure. one. Yeah. No okay. composure. Yeah. That's actually really good. Like uh, I was uh, using it to oh, get the oh, yeah, with your week. yeah, with the reservoir burst on it and Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. that's how it is. And, um, check the video. I I was using it this week, guys, and that thing for a rapid fire fusion, I was getting kills from way farther than I should have. So that that gun is pretty daggum good if you haven't used it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun if you're not using Telesto, which I try to take off, but I'm really struggling to take it off. Before we got diverted over sniper rifles and this magical encounter that you have to use a sniper rifle oh for, my God. that you don't have to use a sniper rifle for. You know, one him. of us have done it twice while recording it with sniper rifles, and one of us has not. So I think of the two um, of us, I've got more clout here, bud. How do you what know I haven't recorded it? How do you know? Because you haven't recorded it. Have you recorded it? No, I didn't think so. Yes, I have. Did you? Show me the video. <laughs> well, it, I will when well, I upload the video next week. Yeah, yeah, you don't have say, the video. Is it going to be in the show, in the show YouTube version for this week? <laughs> yeah. 
He ain't recorded nothing. <laughs> he did an audio recording of him saying that he recorded it. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was mm-hmm. professional enough, I'd, I'd insert even, it here even, so okay, people could okay, see okay, as we're talking okay. about it. Even if, even if you uh-huh. did a video, I've still got two videos out showing that my strat with the sniper rifles work just fine. No. My two strats work perfectly you got fine one? until... You got what? They, they, maybe they maybe one it. video? Maybe one imaginary video? Well, nobody nobody ever said your your strategy didn't work. He just said oh, it's no, no, no. He, he says No, he, he says he it's imaginary. Say couldn't. He said it's an imaginary uh-huh. strat with these... these no, he said it's an imaginary sniper. encounter. Uh-huh. No, he, he called the whole encounter imaginary. And Atheon is imaginary because he's not real. It's all imaginary. It's all made up. He's real. He's just digital. That's not real. Don't take this from me. Yeah, you you don't need a sniper rifle. But before we kind of got derailed by that parody, tell us about Iron Banner and what no. magical things that you can get from Iron Banner. Nothing. Uh, Iron Banner, you can, you can get all the guns. And they've even fixed it so the guns you couldn't get last time, now you can get. So they you can fixed farm it for... so that you can get all the guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, I should say, they, they say they fixed it. I did see someone on, I think on Reddit, you know, who was holding on to his... Uh, extra bounties, you know, very dutifully trying to hold on to things and going, hey, you can turn these in now and get the stuff, get, you know, additional rolls of the Rizwalker and the Archons, whatever the machine gun was called. Mm-hmm. Which allegedly well, those will just drop in the loot pool now and you won't have to, you know, get one and done and be happy with the roll you got or three and done if you ran all three characters because you have all the time uh, in the world. Well, I didn't go on Reddit and post that I'd saved up my bounties, but I can tell you guys. And anybody else that was listening, I saved up my bounties. And then I turned them in after the patch. And I didn't get one wristwalker. So I was really upset. I was really deflated. I got, you know, I got other powerful stuff, but it didn't turn in anything nice for me. Oh. But it's I mean, nice to hear that somebody on Reddit did get, you know, a good wristwalker. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I don't know if it was a good one. He got one at all. So, yeah. you I, know, of the, the four things, at least one of them dropped, so. I mean, I've got one that's got 82 range on it, which is pretty cool. Mm, That's all the range. Well, not all the range, but most of the the range. range, Yeah, Yeah. most of the range. I've already forgotten what a wrist walker is. Is that a shotgun? Shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. Thought so. The thing you'll get killed by lots and lots if it's not the, uh, the one true shotgun. Yeah. Well, there's two true shotguns now, bud. I don't know if you heard this. No, there's Nope, there's oh, there's two. So the mm-hmm. new shotgun, the the one from the Vault of Glass, can kill you further than the um the lot uh, the 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 Felwinter's Lie. If you didn't know, it has more range than the Felwinter's Lie. However, the Felwinter's Lie is still more consistent at its range. So, whose video did you, you watch will. for that information? Uh, quite a few videos, sir. And if you want to know, I'm pretty sure it was Fallout initially, and then Astacross backed it up. Or well, I might have that backwards. I didn't yeah. know. But yeah. consistency is important. Consistency is important at, like, I think, uh, what is it? Six and a half, seven meters? Felmerton is more consistent. But uh, the, um... God, I can't remember the Vault of Glass shotgun, man. I have, like, eight of them, and Found I can't verdict. remember the damn Thank you. The Found Verdict can kill you at seven and a half to eight... Point three meters, you know, eight point three well, meters. That's not is... further, then, is it? Yeah, it is. No, 
you know what? You watch the videos. I might have the numbers wrong, but the found verdict the can kill you further than the film last liking. week. Because it was a 25-minute video of yep. him testing many different roles from yep. many different shotguns. No, I'm and not thinking not, about not that one. At one point, did he I'm say not, that Found that is better than the others? We're not talking about the same video. The one I'm talking about was only a comparison between uh, the the Found Verdict and the Found Winter's Lie. I don't know what you're talking about with a whole bunch of different shotguns. Well, he tested the Astral Horizon, the Found Verdict, mm -hmm. the Found Winter's Lie. Mm -hmm. The wristwalker, I think, as well. Just yeah, you see. can keep naming all the shotguns. I get what you're saying. What I'm saying is, it was I'm literally about, 25 minutes of him and his mates just testing various different roles, slide shotgunning, crouch shotgunning, just to see distances, pellet spreads. Right. But yeah, I'm telling so, you, man. Parody. The sound verdict can kill you further tell than us, Tell us life. how we, how we win that game mode. You don't. You walk around, you capture the zones. Every time you capture zones, you get super energy, so it's worth capturing the zones. If you capture all three zones at once, it locks the zones out for a time, and you can murder the entire team while they, while they can't capture zones, and you get lots of good loot and uh, bonus damage for that. And there are four bounties you can pick up, aren't they, from Salad Lord himself? Salad mm -hmm. what? Salad, yeah. Yeah, from the Salad Lord, you can get your four bounties and continue. You know, he also has a quest if you didn't play the last Iron Banner or just ignore it completely. And uh, the quest they made less insane this season, so you don't have to get 87 kills with weapons you don't want to use ever again. The three sniper rifle kills are good fun, though. So, uh, yeah, good luck with that. And three Iron... total or three rapid kill ones? No, three. Just You, you just need three kills with a, with the sniper rifle. That's it. Just three. Really? That's part of the, part of the quest step. That's awesome. So just wait for people just to line up for you and just you know watch a doorway until they walk through and murder them all. <laughs> and then Iron Banner is basically just a modified version of control. Run around, capture the zones, get super from capturing zones, which I'm going to keep saying because if you don't capture zones, everyone is sad with you and you lose the game because the other team will be capturing the zones and getting their nice super bump and they will destroy you. And Are there's you a whole from experience, but um, y yes, from every Iron Banner that there's ever been in the entire history of the world. And there's there's lots of I, I really appreciate how they give us the pictures of the Iron Banner loot. Like I'm going to remember what any of these are, <laughs> but, but, but they do have the Archon's Thunder and the Wristwalker again. And then there's a hand cannon and a sniper rifle that I tell you what they are, but Nineteen will tell me that I'm wrong, and it's the different hand cannon. So mm -hmm. I'll let him tell you what they are. Occluded Finality is the sniper, and the Finite Impactor is the hand cannon. Yeah. Well, there we go, and that's what your loot will be. Hey, Dion. Yeah, so the, the four bounties are pinnacle rewards. So depending on where you are in your pinnacle grind, it's between two and five power levels. So if you're below 1310, I, I believe that you get a good bump of about three to four light. And anything above 1310, it's plus two to your light. So you've got some good bumps there to help you get up to 1320 if you're chasing pinnacles. And the quest will give you drops from armor and one of each weapon as you go through the quest. So you'll get a chance at doing the shotgun, the machine gun, the hand cannon, and the sniper as well. So you will get drops as you know, if you do that on all three characters, it's three guaranteed drops and all powerful rewards from your uh, bounties. If you can do those, they yeah. do mix them up each time as well. So I have known people to hang on to their bounties and they rotate and there'll be different objectives for them. 
I think last time it was just like capture zones, kill some people, kill people with supers, kill people with heavy or energy weapons. So they they do like to mix them up as well. Yeah, and the nice thing about the bounties is is none of them are like none of them are skill based. Like it's all things where it's like you go go and get you know go get this number of go get this number of kills overall or go capture this number of zones. It's like if you just play the game type, you'll get the bounties done without a whole lot of stress. Which I yeah nowadays I yeah. <laughs> well, yeah well yeah nowadays before days who cares because those are the before times we don't talk about this yeah I wish I didn't remember those. I'm surprised you remember anything. That's a that's a good point, but the the, <laughs> the the trauma remains. The good stuff goes away, but the trauma likes to hang around, man. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Like the trauma of running running mayhem with two suppressor grenades and just being like, "Ah, you have supers." No, you don't. Oh my god! Did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm not very good at it, but it's a lot of fun just to throw the throw a suppressor grenade and we're being like, it's a super no, it's not a super game type. It's a you're very confused, Mr. Chaos Reach guy who's gonna jump into the air and nuke us all and all of a sudden is standing there going, What happened? Yeah. <laughs> what didn't wasn't the game mode last week the one where weapons are more powerful? What was that one called? Momentum control, yes. Control. Yeah, 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 momentum control. Yep. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, I jumped into that for a little bit because there is the weekly challenge of getting I want to say 75 kills or 50 kills of Guardians of Momentum Control, which grab your favorite scout rifle, sit back, and it's done. Yeah. Yo. Also, really good time to do, to do not bounties, uh, catalysts. Yeah. Yes. Do scout rifle you. catalysts are good ones, like the Jade Rabbit. That was a good one to do in there. And this week I've been progressing oh, my Mida multi-tool. Mm. Mida's uh, been pretty good because okay. that's been getting a lot of good press since the buff. And did anybody with, else see that closet flex the, the no Really? Nobody else is going to call him on his little closet flex? What's that? What oh. closet flex? Okay, how do you get the Mita Multitool Catalyst? They just give it to you. They do not when just you play, give it to you. When you play Crucible, they do. They gave it to me. Uh, oh, no, sir. No, they sir. Did. They did. You have to meet special requirements in the Crucible. I, I am special. Idea. You want to tell them what those special requirements are there, bud? No. Come on. No, no. People want to know how to get the Mita Multi-Tool Catalyst. Why don't you tell them how to get the Mita Multi-Tool Catalyst? Are you ashamed of your skills? I want to see if skills? you know how to get the Catalyst. Oh, I do know how. Is. That's why I'm never going to get it. Yeah, you have to reach a certain uh, rank inside of... Uh, you have to reach 5,500 inside of the professional playlist. Come. The sweaty Come. playlist. Competitive. Yeah, yeah. No. And no, then you after no. you after you hit fifty five hundred, you have to win a game mode while in fifty five hundred, and then maybe just oh, maybe it'll drop. You. you are so far behind on this. They <laughs> uh, changed that a long time ago. Oh, did they? How do they do it yes. now? It used to be that you had to reach 5,500 and you used to have uh -huh. to play a game and win to get the catalyst to drop. And uh -huh. if you get to 5,500 now and you haven't had the catalyst to drop and you play a game, it then automatically drops afterwards. You win or lose, it will just drop. But the minimum requirements to get the catalyst to drop are 4,000 to drop this time. So Ooh, anything, okay. if you can get to 4,000 in comp, it's a random drop. And luckily the bungee gods were shining down on me and went, here, I'll have this for a gun that you do not use. 
And okay. And I tried, what was I tried doing the catalyst. You got it. No idea. Uh, you can't threaten me with a bad time, sir. Still, it was a, couple of, it was a couple of seasons back. Okay. And I did implement it a couple of seasons back. It was. It's been changed a long time oh, ago. You lie. Look, I know you've been on another podcast last week where you were allowed to have free reign of swearing, but this whole conversation has just been dolphined out. Oh, whatever. I was fairly sure they had changed that at some point, but I couldn't remember because I honestly can't think of the last time I touched the Mita Multi-Tool. I did it in solo comp, and it was just... I, I give myself a goal of trying to get to 5,500 because I thought I really want to try at least once to see if I can do it. And mm -hmm. I kind of got to the end, near the end of the season, and I got to 4,000, and I just couldn't progress any further. I just didn't have enough time to sit down and play. But luckily, it was one of those things that it just randomly dropped, and I was like, this is amazing. I don't have to get to 5,500 to get this. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to complete the catalyst when it was the old version of the MIDA multi-tool and it it wasn't doing as well as it is in momentum control because it's literally i think it's two headshots and they're dead which is helping progress the catalyst which gives you the no distractions which apparently is turning it into a really good gun in normal crucible so which is why i want to try and get it completed this week and it's 200 kills to unlock the catalyst once you've got the catalyst um dropped for you so it's not so bad in momentum control. Is that Guardian kill then? Yes, no, that's it's only just... Guardian kills. Oh, is it? Uh... Yeah. And the other thing that I found out is that I've got like four different ornaments for it for, that have dropped over the years from Eververse. Oh, the, the ornaments are one... the best for that gun, dude. Sorry, the the only one that I can kind of work with on this, if I can just look it up. It's the urban one? The urban camo? No, hang on. I like that one Where a lot. Is it? Is the the original one that it comes with, uh, the, the grass one, the default, yeah, the default ornament on it, yeah. or the titanium alloy because it has the little pointy hat on it. The other ones, which are, <laughs> you said the little pointy hat on it. Did I hear yeah, that yeah, right? The, the, yeah, there's there's a way of using it. The other one, which is the Mida tactical alloy. desert cameo, or pointy digital ops. Uh, the the we'll Mida. Just have a, a red dot or a dot on the screen, which is a yeah. lot harder to hit the headshots. With the little hat, what's been what was found is that if you put the hat on the top of a guardian's head, you will hit consistent <laughs> headshots. So the little V just goes on the guardian's head, and you hit the guardian in the face. With the, it, the it's little a proven hat. thing. It's a fallout thing. I'm sure it is. The little hat. Got it. A little hat. Yeah. Oh, little hat. Amazing. Put it on the guardian's head. Above his head, not on his, not you know, you don't want the, the, the upside down V on on his face. You want it on his head, so it's a hat. Hold on, no, no, hold on, 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 hold all right, so the, there's the titanium, okay. Desert camo yeah. is flame. Just talking about ornaments that ever Did you actually come clean to Deacon how much you spent on silver? <laughs> Ooh, no, he did not. I guarantee he didn't tell his wife how much he spent on silver. We don't, we don't talk numbers. 
Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I love the part where she goes, oh, this game's not that expensive. Oh, no, they're still expensive. I just don't tell you how much we pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> oh, they're still expensive. I just don't tell you how much we pay for them. <laughs> uh, you got me killed. I was laughing so hard. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Uh, FYI, um, it's $60 for the video games on average now, unless your husband buys the premium versions of the games where they give you stuff. And then you usually add another 20 or 30 onto that. Uh, Who are you wife. telling this to? Your wife. She's not going <laughs> to listen to this one. Uh, yeah, she yeah, listens to the one she's on. This one can be edited out. Yeah. <laughs> and it can be edited out. <laughs> Thinking how I can get this to it. Can I can I leave comments? Will she look at the comments? You think? <laughs> no, not, not not at all. Well, <laughs> so, so, so speaking so, so, so of so, so on the topic of oh well no, if there's a Deacon story by all means, sir. No, no, I was just going to say. Speaking of Deacon, we don't need to go through Destiny Two Hotfix Three Point Two Point Zero Point Three, do we, Parody? Because Deacon, thankfully, told us everything that was going to be changed. So this mm-hmm. is all your all your activities that were changed, your free roam stuff, all your stasis stuff, all your raids that were fixed. Well, they they fixed problems. Apparently I must there was have problems that part. and issues. Did what, you really? Which part? Did you? yes. I don't remember her saying any of that. Maybe that was later on or something. Oh oh, that was that was all 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 along with the uh, this game is broken. Why do you why do you still play it? If this game I is remember so broken, that part. There, there's so many issues. Why why do you play this game? So if yeah, if you you listened in between those parts, she did tell you some information about what was actually being hot fixed. So this is things like players could kill Atheon in the the future Vex portal before the encounter started. You could kill Atheon by tethering supplicants as they self destruct to kill him instantly. That things I like do, that. yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, the other thing, I, I know you listened to this because you, you said you know you were upset where they they fixed an issue where Minotaurs. Their shields could be broken using Prometheus lens, and I said to you, "Don't worry, you can still use the colony." And Cheese Forever has a video on that. I feel like somebody last night said the colony also got patched. Maybe oh. I'm. I thought that someone you, in Frozen. You Discord literally said it, have but... to uh, in the Cheese Forever video. Uh, you literally have to be on top of them. You're in the shield, and you you fire the, the colony for it to work. You can't use it at distance; it won't work. <laughs> So it's not so much that you've gotten through the shield as you place the gun up to their forehead. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> and press the you trigger. You take a chance so, of being so smacked. Oh, in that I see, case. I see. It's it's the same glitch with the with the with the damn gun that you could damage invulnerable enemies by putting the gun through their shield and then shooting. Same principle. Yes. Okay, I yes, got it's you. the same principle that uh, gotcha. I think Cheese says you can use it in Deepstone Crypt, you can use it in Garden Salvation for various different bosses that, that have those kind of shields. Please press gun until gun makes contact and if it with doesn't bow, work, fire trigger. Hope for best. If it doesn't work, all feedback needs to go to Cheese because he's the one that's instigated this for me to tell you. Oh, uh, I see. Well, I mean, maybe because Cheese put it out there, it's been patched. Bungie's all like, whoa, 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 what, 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 hold up. Because you know Bungie watches him now. Yeah. Yeah, when Cheese says stuff, I, Bungie's I like, could actually ask him in the, you know, I could send him a message now. I could be really professional, but, you know. That's assuming he'll answer right now, though. He answers me all the time. Does you, he? You, yeah, all me right. and him have chats all the time. Prove it. Send him a message. Ask him what he says. Ask him what he says. <laughs> 
Never mind. Ask While he's he doing said. that, shut up. I know. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I heard it. But um, one of the things that Parody said that I didn't notice and that I haven't noticed because I don't ever use that subclass, but it's a hunter thing. And I thank you, Parody, for pointing this out because now on a subclass I never even use, I'm angry about. So, <laughs> so whenever I use Gunslinger, I use Bottom Tree or Rare Instances Middle Tree, right? Never do I use Top Tree because why would you? Bottom Tree gives you super back faster, Bottom Tree gives you three really strong hits. Etc. Unless you're using it inside like Crucible, where you can just get 13 shots by hopefully finding enough enemies that close to each other to keep chaining those shots, why would you ever use Top Tree? Uh, well, you wouldn't. And here's another reason you wouldn't. Because apparently Top Tree, because the Golden Gun is based off of the image of an actual hand cannon, it also receives the same nerfs as hand cannons do. What am I talking about? Hang on, I think you'll find it's exactly the same one as uh, the last word. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So, and if you look in your respawns report roundup, there's the information there for you. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, probably. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get Don't just that. rattle off stuff that you've heard. Read the stuff. All right, fine. I'll look in stuff. Where's that? Right? Uh, there, okay, yeah, it was already there, okay. So now I need to extend it out just a bit. Perfect. There we go. Bam. So, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah. Um, which one do I read first? Top one. Okay. Hey, Bungie! I don't mean to alarm you or anything <laughs> like that. Just a small bug. But Golden Gun, literally, Golden Gun, by the way, guys, in case you guys don't know, is a super! Okay. Um, just a small bug, but Golden Gun can literally not kill anyone at 34 meters. And, get this guys, not only can it not kill anybody flat out at 34 meters, it gets damage fall off! Again, this is a super! Okay? So, it faces fall off at 23 meters. <laughs> just 23 meters! Oh, God. So, Golden Gun, according to this guy, is now officially a sidearm. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> top, tree, top tree Golden Gun, anyway. And I have to agree. Okay. Now, as funny as this may be, it makes the super pretty doggone worthless, right? I know you wanted to separate the two branches, make Top Tree more of a dueler and Bottom Tree more of a sharpshooter. But when any super... Literally can't even kill at the average range of a hand cannon in the game. Don't you think that's a bit of a problem? Now, he is talking to Bungie as though Bungie gives a damn about hunters. They do not, right? The only time Bungie cares about hunters is when hunters are good. When hunters are nerfed in really weird ways like this, it'll probably never get fixed. But, you know, moving on. He continues. The average legendary hand cannon quite literally has more range than top tree golden gun. Let me say that again for all you hunters out there. The average legendary hand cannon quite literally has more range than the golden gun. 
which, by the way, in case you didn't know, is a super ability! In case you didn't know. Sorry, you couldn't hear that over yeah. the dolphins. Yeah. You, and, and also, you just keep, like, fading out and staticking. Yeah, it's like you're running across out. your room, screaming and shouting. Well, I'm trying to move away from my mic so it doesn't yell in your ears. But well, point is, is, it is a super ability that's what you that think, has sir. the same range as a hand cannon. Not even a good hand cannon, like a mid to bottom tier hand cannon. Holy crap, Adapolis. Uh, come on, Bungie, this happens every single time you change hand cannons. Goldie gets a side nerf as collateral. You should be able to anticipate this by now. They do. This is intentional, most likely. <laughs> no. Knowing them. Um, can you please make my super, you know, actually kill people? I agree. Uh, for those wondering, Golden Gun officially starts damage fall off at 23 meters. This isn't Golden Gun anymore. It's Golden Sidearm. I completely agree. I don't even use this class, mostly because it's like a PvP class. But you know what? That is BS. That is so BS. And... And, and for all you guys that are out there that are like, oh, well, you don't even use it, what do you care? It's it's the principle of it, right? A super ability, any super ability in the game, golden gun, freaking anything, should not have a damage falloff, period, right? And if, even if it did have a damage falloff, it shouldn't be at the range of a common legendary weapon in the game, right? That is inexcusable, no matter how you look at it, right? Imagine if if you threw a Nova Bomb. Right? And yeah, the further the Nova Bomb got, the weaker yeah. it got. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it yeah. just faded off into a puff of smoke. No, no, no. No. Okay. No. Because even Golden it Guns. Me. It eventually, got to me and tickled me. There's no way. If it reaches you and it detonates, it kills you. Atheon. Well, you just said, imagine if it kind of just tails yeah. off. Imagine if it didn't. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was imagining. It, it got imagining. got to me and kind of just tickled me and, and maybe took away a shield. Yeah. Maybe. If that. Right. The only other super that I can think is anywhere close to this kind of ridiculous thing is the Metal Tree Arc Warlock, where your Kamehameha has a distance where it just doesn't reach, which kind of makes sense, right? Your energy can only flow out so far, I guess. Right. But. You know, up until that point where it disappears, you still get full damage on it, right? It does abruptly just stop at a distance, which I don't know what it is, but it does abruptly just stop. But even if you get somebody at the very, very tip of your super, it's still doing the full damage at least, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sure somebody will, but I'm fairly certain it does full damage the whole length of the beam. But for Golden Gun, whether top, bottom, doesn't matter to have less damage based on how far the opponent is, and then just have a damage falloff where it won't kill them at all, and that damage falloff be 34 meters, is ridiculously bad. And I honestly can't believe that Bungie has not noticed this. I haven't noticed this because I don't play that class ever, right? That's my bad. But for the programmers, for the guys that make the game... To not know WTF is happening with their supers in the game, I think is inexcusable. So, Bungie, these two gentlemen or ladies or whomevers they may be, please take their advice and fix your game. I know it's a hunter. I know you don't like hunters. And I know you're probably happy that this side nerf happens every single time you do a 
buff or debuff to the hand cannons. But please, do your jobs. Do your due diligence and fix your damn game, even if it is related to a hunter. That's all. That's all I want you to do. Make your game playable. Can you do that? Is that a thing? Can we all agree the game should be playable for all classes? Yeah? No? Maybe? Mm, maybe not. Okay. Fair enough. Good. So as you're here, you might as well carry on with your Respawns Report Roundup. I will carry on then. Data engineer anti-heat. Uh, apply now. Overview. Do you, do you enjoy using data to solve complex and nuanced problems? Are you passionate about game security? Do you want to empower security analysts to find bad guys, discover new cheats, and swing the ban hammer? Do you enjoy... And that's all I can see. Apparently Bungie's hiring people. So Bungie's bringing more on board for anti-cheat stuff. Okay. Bungie help. We've made a change to our bandwidth limits that our servers use. The goal of the change is to reduce teleporting enemies in certain activities. Some activities won't be affected by this change. If you see this, if you still see this issue, let us know in our help forms at bungie.net, right? Uh, so you mean a company that has an online video game that has everybody connecting to their servers had limited their server bandwidth just, just more stupid things like how as a company can you do that you don't that's how networking works they no. was it was it bandwidth out to the person was it bandwidth within their data center there's many places okay. you can mess with bandwidth that's fair. They, they had talked a couple of weeks ago about how they were changing how they were handling the data streams internally when they had that tech blog where they basically said, you know, we're, we're basically crossing the streams and that caused some issues we didn't anticipate because we sort of put multiple streams into sort of one, one pipe for everything to flow down. And that was, there was too much data flowing down that pipe, like too many cars on the road. So it sounds something like that. They're continuing to adjust their internal, the way they're internally handling these, these, you know, the bandwidth of their data streams between their internal servers. It's not like they're limiting the bandwidth out to the player base. It's, That's what know, it sounded like. You know, because, I mean, the players were the ones seeing the, the issue with the teleporting things, right? So that, that tells me if the players are seeing the teleportation issues, they're limiting the bandwidth to the players. Well, Is, is that 100% no. true? Probably not, but, I mean, no, that, that's it's, what it sounds it's, like. It's 0% true, because it's not like you're hitting one... It's not like there's one server that serves you Destiny the game. It's a whole no, massive... it's a server farm, yeah. Yeah, it's a whole massive co complex of servers, and probably multiple server farms that's serving you the game. So them teleporting isn't necessarily that you as the player doesn't have enough bandwidth to get what Bungie's you know, sending you for data. It's the servers talking to each other are not in sync or aren't able to process fast enough to give you everything all at once. You, you're correct in what you say, but it could also be limiting to the players, right? I mean, you, you said it like, oh, no, there's no way limiting the bandwidth to the players would cause that issue. It well, would. Right, yeah, no, it absolutely would, but also... That's not really Bungie's call to make because that's your ISP at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Um, Destiny News. I C Y M I. Okay. Uh, you missed it. Ah, I did not know that meant that. Thank you. Um, Bungie has confirmed that 90% extra damage increase on Star Scales is a bug. Damn it. 
and will be fixed in the future. This new fix, eight stacks, will be higher than the 60%, but lower than the 90 I believe it came out as 70 wasn't it? I believe, if I remember correctly, it came out as a 70% buff. What I want to know uh, is, what's Deacon's take on the eight stacks? Because she was really chuffed about it last week. Yeah. <clears throat> she thought that, you know, going from 40, they might have pushed it to 60, wasn't it? But no, they've pushed it to 80. Or something. Even better. I don't know. Uh, Destiny News, in case you missed it. Huh? I learned a thing! You see that? Yeah, I'm pointing at my camera that's not even there. Um, <laughs> Bungie Awesome filed a trademark BungieCon last year. Maybe we'll hear more about it soon. Um, new Bungie has filed a new trademark Destiny Guardians on May 27, 2021. Destiny Guardians trademark, huh? Okay, fair enough. Is it to, is it to differ, differentiate or to keep the U.S. military from using Guardians in their space force <laughs> and causing confusion? Because Destiny was there first. You know, I still can't believe that we actually have a space force. Every time I hear about that, I'm thinking it's a meme or something, right? There's no way we have a space force. But if you look it up, it is a thing. It's not actually the world. Uh, yeah, all it, just saying only in America. Yeah, right. I just yeah. like yeah. Whatever, man. I mean, I know I know that there's some sketchy things in the military from my time that was in, and I know that a lot of these UFOs, what they actually were, right? And we're talking 10, 20 years advance of what we see, right? So, so but what were they? To have a space force. Oh, that stuff is still highly classified, dude. <laughs> no, no, not so um, much anymore. They've declassified a bunch of that stuff recently. But anyway, yeah. But no, some some of these some no no some of the stuff I still can't talk about. Uh, the lore tab of the this, is okay. So die day aside, how would you pronounce that? Decide day aside. Day aside. Day aside. All right, whatever. Uh, the day aside shotgun has a bunch of binary codes that translate into C E F D B D E A, which are the notes for Sabathun's song. Oh, is there anything that you can tell us about this? Uh, yeah, there was a, a binary code found in one of the weapon law tabs. I can't remember which weapon it is. I think he's just been talking about the deicide. Yep, yeah, the shotgun. Yeah, the deicide. Uh, yeah, Raid Secrets actually decoded the binary code, and it turns out it's the notes for Savathun's song. So effectively, all the tower systems have already been infiltrated by Savathun. So just like in real life, our in-game cybersecurity isn't great. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but if you think about it, part of the tower systems is Lakshmi's um, future seeing machine, her Oracle engine, whatever you want to call it. I can't remember exactly what you call it, but uh, that's part of the tower systems, so that could actually be influenced by Savathun. That's interesting. So it could be the old trickster. Uh, it could be the old tricks to doing a normal thing and actually sowing discontent in the tower. Okay, first of all. Yep. And second of all. I, I second lost of my, all, my train of thought derailed. <laughs> would this also affect all of our, uh, you know, all of our EXO vendors and all the EXOs in the tower? Would that also extend to them? That's what I was going to say. Yes. EXOs, no. Hmm. Brains, yes. EXOs have better firewalls. 
No exos don't don't upload to the system anymore because the deep zone crypts offline. Yeah, but they're still digital, oh. right? They they their brain digitally yes, talks to its body, digital, right? Digital, but they they don't digitally connect to the tower system. No, but hearing he, won't hearing those 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 notes still affect them? It, hearing them, yes. Oh. But who's to say they're hearing them? It's in the binary code that's in, embedded in a law in a uh, in the system. Okay, but. So unless they physically see them on a screen, uh huh. Well, I suppose yes. If you see them on the screen, I suppose yes, they could possibly be infected as well then. But it's unlikely they'll be affected because they're all already paracausal beings that should have uh, the ability to or a certain amount of resistance to it because of the light. Okay, fair enough. So, okay, we're we're talking about exos, right? And I started thinking about Cade. Could you imagine yep. Cade? As absent-minded as he is, looking at the code and just auto-translating it in his brain, you don't give Cade somebody like Cade Six that amount of, let's use air quotes, intelligence to passively decode binary just by looking at it. You know what I mean? So anyway, I don't know. Yeah, but it could be that. Well, to be fair, we don't know how long it's been there. It's possible it's only a recent thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I was just talking about like, like in general, when I think of exos decoding, like just passively, you know, for us as humans to look at binary and know what it means, that takes a certain level of brain power, right? So these exos that can just look at it and it translate into their, let's say mainframe or whatever, right? Whatever they use to process things, right? For them to yeah. do that passively, you know, requires a higher level of brain function. And then to also realize that Cade 6 was an exo, who supposedly had this high level of brain function? <laughs> I just can't. I can't put the two together, man. But that could be could be classed the same thing as the the your subconscious mind is a high level of brain function. Yeah. Yeah. But that could be another thing that if you know enough about it, you can get you can look at it, not realize you've actually recognized it, but you've taken it all in yeah. and decoded it in there subconsciously. I, that could absolutely be it, too. So, moving on. At Bungie, we can have some PvE buffs for Behemoth for compensation at... Sorry. At Bungie, can we have some PvE buffs for Behemoth as compensation after the nerf intended for PvP? Uh, Tocom says, yep, there is something on our radar. I don't know that name. Do you guys know that name? Y'all probably do. <clears throat> Bungie, please acknowledge traction! I'm sick of using only one effective leg armor mod because your sensitivity options are archaic. Acknowledged. Team is aware of the feedback and desire for more sensitivity options. Can't make a promise on when anything could happen, but folks ha could have a desire to add some options in the future. Um, I guess it doesn't say what platform he's on. Because I know on mouse and keyboard, you can make your sensitivity as high as you want just by upping the DPS on your mouse right? In addition to the sensitivity in the settings of the game itself. So, when you can do, like, a, a 1080 in a fraction of a second, I don't think sensitivity is an issue for mouse and keyboard. So, I'm guessing he's a controller user of some kind. I don't know. Uh, okay. Oh, hash, uh, Destiny to Reddit. Spoiler! Helm of Saint-14 monster ornament, please! Actually, I could get behind that, right? I get behind that. And you know what? If you guys, since everybody voted for the dinosaurs, right? 
if you guys could find out a way to give Saint-14 the tail, or give the armor of Saint-14 like the Guardians wear, a tail, like what he had in that cutscene in addition to the monster helmet, that would be by far, I think, the coolest armor in the game for years to come, right? The tail, the helmet, you know, just... I can't think of anything cooler. And I'm a little... That Titans could potentially get something that cool, and Hunters still don't have anything that cool, because the one cool thing we could have had, y'all outvoted... You've got a scorpion cloak. ...damn stuff. Um, sir, I would like to point you to every bit of Hunter armor ever created in the entire game of Destiny franchise. Listen! Listen, as being cooler than average... everything the Titans have ever had. <laughs> All of it, bar none. That's the not end. the point. The point is you have one <laughs> potentially really good armor that we don't have, dude. You've got one thing we don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the same with the shoulder charge. Reddit. It's just nonstop. He wants everything that the Titans have. He, he just wants. To, he just wants to be a Titan deep in his heart. I don't want a shoulder charge. I want Hunters to, that, to have to a one-hit ability outside of a super that does not require a precision hit or precision hits with a weapon followed by a bounce. Right. Just just give me a one-shot melee that doesn't require any extra steps, right? Come on. Yeah, it's called being a titan or a warlock. Yeah, yeah. I know! Well, Tell me go. about they, it. They, they've given it to you. The fact that you won't accept it isn't their fault. So, uh, Reddit, Destiny the Game. Uh, this one is from Greninja05. Ooh, who was the other one from? I didn't say his name. This one is AR314 was the previous one for the same 14 months, right? Uh, so Greninja 05 says, in Italian, which, the witch, blah, 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 freaking blah. In Italian, the witch queen DLC is called Queen of Whispers. Just wanted to let you guys know. Yeah. Yeah, he was. What's your take on that off? I need an off take. Uh, I'm what? I give up. Sorry, I was driving. I zoned out for a second. Give up. <laughs> to pay attention to us, not the road. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. You joined a podcast from the road, you uh, should have yeah. to do a respawn. That's right. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so the thing that you missed is in Italian, the Witch Queen DLC is called Queen of Whispers. Oh, that's cool. And he asked what your take on that is. Well, and there's his take. That's cool. Well, if you think Star- if you think Savathun is actually like a trickster, she is the Queen of Whispers as well. She does have many names. So, yeah, she's a witch queen, but she's the Queen of Whispers as well. So she, uh, wherever she goes, she tricks people to the closest consent. Oh, I thought there was going to be more to it than that. Yeah. Thanks for that disappointment, Alf. I was going to say. It, it, it may just be the... Uh, <laughs> It may, it may, it may just be that uh, Witch Queen doesn't translate very well in um, in Italy. Yeah, I was hoping there was going to be a deeper meaning. You were going to go off on like six hours of lore. Something, and he just came up with something that completely makes sense in like a sentence. Yeah. Very not disappointing. Happy about that. How dare you? In fact, we've already had listener feedback that they're not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There you go. No, you don't listen. There's no point in you typing it in. You don't listen. You don't retain the information. Ah, see, there's a difference. I don't retain it. I don't retain it. 
I'm listening. I'm just not retaining very well at all. So you know, if we if we have him being British dad, does that make Deacon British mom? Because that's what I was thinking, right? But British dad tries to keep the show together. British mom tries to tear it apart. Would that really be the role of a mom? No, 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 no. British mom undermines British dad. Ah, there you go. Because I was thinking maybe like British (laughs) mum-in-law. Oh, no, no, no. That's a whole new level of chaos. (laughs) Yeah. That's a whole different DLC. Yeah. Yeah, a coach getting that are unbelievable. Jeez. Guys, I'm about to hit a dead zone, so I'm going to bow out now, and I'll uh, wish you all a good afternoon. Thanks for jumping in off. Nice to chat uh, to you for two seconds. Pleasure to be here. So now it's time for a fashion show. Fashion show. Fashion show at lunch. Bunty wants you to place down the runway. They've added, you know, the true end game to Destiny is the fashion game. Yep. And you know, there's some inclined to agree. You know, with the addition of the Guardian appearance screens and Season of the Spicer, they've, they've been seeing countless Guardians mixing and matching their armor to build wonderful creations. So it's time we put those skills to the test with a fashion show. Let's see who can prove it and earn yourself this eye-catching fashion emblem. Oh my god! The Hunter! What the So they, they, they do provide a number of... Examples, inspiration, <laughs> call it what you wish. Respawn clearly has strong feelings on how, how good the hunter looks. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> what I would use. He's got the, he's got the, t- the color scheme of a titan over here, and he looks horrid. What is this? They just... Oh, God. Continue. I'm sorry. I, just, so... I was not expecting this when I went to look down. <laughs> Stepped into a war with hunter fashion. Um... <laughs> So, Bungie would like you to do this. They'd like you to dress up, throw together an awesome mix of armor and sweet shaders to create a set that you believe is a winner, take the screenshot of this beautiful masterpiece, and send the photo of your Guardian in the Guardian's appearance screen uh, to them. They'd like to submit your photo on Twitter or on Instagram using the hashtag SplicerFashionShow, and they'll be sharing the winter the winners from June 7th to June 12th. The... Doesn't say so. I guess you have until June seventh. So um, maybe by the time you hear the show, you'll have time to participate. Maybe you won't. So, but you can check out Destiny the Game on Twitter, and they'll show you who the winners are from the seventh to the twelfth. And uh, yeah, good luck. That I suppose good, the though. good thing about this is that you don't actually have to own the armor piece itself. You've just got to kind of have had it somewhere in your collections at some point. You don't necessarily have to have it unlocked. Because in the appearance customization screen, you can create a con- a kind of complete look from the ornaments that you want to put on your gear and the shaders. And you can actually have it looking like they've put in the twelve at the moment, like just this is how you can kind of look if you want to earn the synth to unlock it. So you can kind of customize whatever you like and put whatever shaders on that you, as long as you've unlocked it somewhere in the game and it's there for you to kind of put on the armor. So you don't necessarily need to use a synth to unlock it and present this, which is quite nice. It's a, I suppose it's a good change. Next time it'll be take a picture somewhere in the atmosphere that you need, you know, have a great background or something, won't it? Yeah. They've already done that. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit different now because I I think they don't want to kind of 
incite people into a riot of the fact that you have to actually have bought the gear, have the synth to actually unlock it, to then right. go and take your guardian to a specific place. So this is a good idea that it's just in the customization screen that you need to do this. Yeah, just flat out use use the new thing we've built, not have to own the new thing and be grumpy about the currency. You notice both of the hunters are cheating. I mean, that's what hunters do. So Why every do oh, else? don't don't come at me, Titan Guardian Games Year One. Um, Nobody's coming at you. <clears throat> anyway, but no, if you look at all the other all the other armors, they all have their armor set plus the exotic that they use. Neither one of the hunters have an exotic. They're cheating. They're trying to make the set look good without using their preferred exotic. Put on your preferred exotic and make you your armor set look good. don't need to put good. on your preferred exotic. Maybe, no, maybe they don't, maybe is, they don't have is, a preferred this exotic. This is my addition. The, Bungie doesn't say you have to, but I'm saying don't, don't, don't cheat, all right? all right? Especially us hunters right here, right? See, everybody else, look, look at this right there. Boom. Exotic. Ready? Boom. Exotic. You can Boom. cheat if you Exotic. like. It's just a fashion Boom. game. Exotic. No, no, no. 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 Part of the fashion is fashion and function. Okay? You're not going to mm -hmm. roll without an exotic armor piece. So don't do that. Make your exotic armor piece a part of the fashion. All right? But you can't properly, you know, make the, the armor pieces look good in all, all situations. That is not true. The freaking Orpheus rigs are a great piece to use. Right? I, I use those all the time. Doesn't, that doesn't help me. So the Mask of Bacchus is also great. Uh, Arthur's Embrace, Oathkeeper. Those are all really good-looking exotics. Arthur's Roots Embrace? Invest. I thought it was Arthur's Embrace. Whatever, I'm illiterate. The Bombardiers Arthur, yeah. looks Arthur, nice. Does Arthur's Embrace Dompies is another one, right? There, there's tons of exotics hunters have that look good and that are functional. So get creative, but don't cheat. So... What else is in the TWAB for this week? Uh, the... Another patch out the door. Your wife already did. You said third of the third of June, twenty twenty one parody. Is is there more patches? Is is there stuff about being photosensitive? Yeah, that one. Yeah, the, the photosensitivity notice, That's which is is yeah, is kind of a big deal because just like you know, color blindness is irritating and can make the game less enjoyable. And the not photosensitivity working. is um. Can cause seizures, can cause problems. It's no good. So, you know, recently they've seen a number of in game reports of impacting uh, photosensitive players. And we appreciate everybody who's notified us of the issues, we being Bungie, not we being this podcast, because we cannot help you with this, sadly. In addition to the in game notice that was distribu distributed this week, we're working on in adding a permanent notice as part of the EULA and also adding the notes in you know, basically anywhere the game is sold online saying, hey, there's, you know, photosensitive issues, you know. I can't remember, you know, the, I, I know I've seen the wordings before, basically prone to seizures, you know, don't watch this television program or movie. You'll see those notifications sometimes. Yeah. They're adding that into the game as well. It'd be kind of maybe nice if... <laughs> Especially you know, this season with all the 80s lights and, and right, beyond yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It might be nice to at least say, like, maybe, you know, where we're seeing this, but maybe it's a sort of, you know, it could, canon could be anywhere. Uh, um, When I was looking into this, they were saying that it was that new, uh, the weekly mission we have, what's that called? The expunge uh, missions. The expunge. They were saying it was happening mm. in the expunge. Whoop! I hit my mic. But yeah, it was in the expunge mission. Is yeah, where it's... most of the complaints were coming from. Yeah. So as we're seeing this, you know, Bungie says, yeah, we are starting to look into the player reports and addressing these issues relating to specific effect combinations. So yeah, expunge or wherever they're wherever they're seeing people having issues, they're going to start addressing them. Do they do say do they to yeah due to the complex nature of these changes, we are targeting a patch for later this year. 
We'll let players know when we have more to share, and we plan to use the knowledge from these fixes to re refine their best practices moving forward. So, sucks that it's happening. At least they're aware of it and are taking steps to fix it. So, yeah, if you're photosensitive or have a photosensitive child that plays Destiny, just uh, be aware that this is a thing and uh, it's no good. Uh, we had enemies teleporting there, you know, teleporting yeah. differently now. Uh, PC performance issues. updates. We've updated your PC performances. They all perform now. Promise. Because I did notice that on my desktop, I didn't notice any difference. But whenever I was playing remotely, like at the hotel and whatnot, I did notice some screen stuttering when I never had it before. So let me go back and I'll I'll download this update on my laptop to see if they really did fix it. Because I was like, what the hell is going on with my laptop? It shouldn't be doing this. And uh, maybe that's why they just had poorly optimized DLC. Okay. Maybe. But maybe not. I'm hoping what we, is. what we haven't fixed is you can be playing Gambit and watching moats in front of your eyes fall beneath the earth. All in, into the, the abyss time. down into Hades. Oh, and I haven't I noticed that. I haven't watched them fall into the abyss while playing the new seasonal activity. But I'm sure it's happening. I, I've definitely seen them yes. under the map there. Yeah. But but it's just disheartening to run towards a pile of modes and just to see them like slowly melt into quicksand as if it's some sort of mechanic in the game that at this point they should just introduce because that's essentially what it is. It's It's been going on forever. Anyway, not part of the notes, just it got me on the tangent of that. Uh, expunge rewards. Uh, once again, guys, calendars are hard. So there are expunge rewards every week. That's the weekly mission. Um, players, you know, weren't receiving pinnacle rewards because you weren't actually supposed to get the pinnacles until it becomes a thing on June 15th. Oh, uh, they didn't bother to tell us this, so we're updating our articles and calendars to reflect this better. And by better, we mean right. at all. So once again, calendars are tough. This is the second time that you've messed up the calendar. And I don't want to be rude, and I don't want, you know... You put a lot of time and effort into this game. But please, for the love of God, when you refine your calendars and telling people what is coming where, what is free, what is going to be here and there, please get it right from the beginning because this is causing so much aggravation and confusion. I mean, I listened to another podcast the other week that they were saying, oh, you know, you're going to get your pinnacle rewards from the expunge. And I was kind of pulling my hair out thinking, no. They've got that wrong. They've read that wrong. It's just, you just can't, you know, it's just confusing to people. So please just get it right from the offset of what you're actually going to tell us. If it comes up that there's a bug or something, understandable. But when you're writing it on a calendar that these expunge missions are going to be pinnacle rewards, surely somebody somewhere along the line is going to go, hang on a minute, that's wrong. The, the rewards aren't going to come until the 15th of June. It's just a little bit of text. It's a little bit. I promise. And it words, matters. Words are free. It does matter. A text a that people. matters. Yeah. Not, not to me, but I'm just saying. That oh, it I'm sounds like to... it matters to you. It sounds like it, it's, no, no, it's, but... it's been developed into a new pet peeve of yours there, bud. No, no, no. It's because I'm listening to other podcasts and other YouTubers, and they're obviously getting the wrong end of the stick because they are t informing their followers and their listeners of the wrong kind of information. I mean, I know we do it as well. We read something and we've informed people of the wrong thing. And the following week, we've had to come back and say, never no, happened. So we, nope. we were wrong. Never happened. But it, it would just be nice that it, for something as simple as that to say, you know, 
if it's going to be this. I mean, they obviously know it was going to be that. Somebody knew somewhere along the lines. So surely that should just be translated straight into the calendar. They, we take a lot from these calendars each each month. Calendars are hard. Maybe one day calendars will be less hard, but they're calendars still hard. Calendars are not hard, Purdy. Uh, Don't you oh, make sir. your whole living on calendars, dude? Uh, dude, calendars are hard. The The system we use at work for calendaring, they just released their new and updated calendar. <sighs> calendars are hard. I thought calendars weren't so hard in, in the year of our internet 2021, but man, um, no, cal- calendars have gotten hard again. Oh, have they? Uh, especially recurrences, trying trying to change recurring instances of meetings. Yeah, no, calendars are hard now. But remember, you don't ask questions until twenty twenty seven. Correct. Twenty twenty seven is when we ask why. No why is until twenty twenty seven. Exactly. No why is you, until you can complain before then, but you can't ask why until twenty twenty seven. That's what happens if one does ask why before twenty twenty seven. Well, you, then the response you get is, "I'm sorry, I'll address that in twenty twenty seven." Oh, that's it. No, no, yeah. no. Punitive measures will be yeah. enacted. No, no, no. You just don't get what you asked for. That's all. Oh, okay. You, you just get a no from me, dog. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So hotfix three dot two dot dot three is out. Uh, as discussed, a much more British and grumpy person than I have, who although was much more eloquent and can read English language, told you about all those changes last week. Which is why I asked her to come in. You know. But I didn't realize, and I, you know, I must apologize. I thought you to just wanted me I, to read a story. Yes, the I twa- did not realize <laughs> that the twelve was going to be this epic mammoth read. Right. I thought no. it would be just like a, a regular twelve. You were expecting but, this week's twelve. Yes. This week's twelve right? would have been a, is what you were, and honestly, what I was sort of expecting too is, you know, and that's how I Iron sold Banner, it to her. Fashion show, it, and it, that's it. You know, I showed her an example and said, you know, it's just going to be something <laughs> like this. She's like, oh, you know, I, I can read that. And then we had we had the blog from the raid team. We had the stasis changes. It was like, oh, okay. And and this, I, I I should say though, this is Night Demon's dedication to you, dear listener. He could have very easily been like, you know, listen, this is this is not the week to take my own my own life into peril by having my my dear sweet deacon read all of this to you and cover all the information for the sake of my own sanity. But no, listener, he gave you everything you could ever want and more <laughs> at great risk to himself. So you should appreciate the work he does for you. Hey, gentlemen. He does it here for you. Uh, it has just been brought to my attention that my mom realized that she had forgotten something. So I have to get the <laughs> show even shorter than what I wanted to, and we have to do No, that. no, sir. Yeah. No, I, I, need to, I need to address something with you before what? you disappear. What? I, I want to know more about this character, Respawn. Yeah, please, please do. Why? I was, I was very interested to learn you. You were pulling. You've been pulling a Stephen Colbert on us the whole time. What? I don't even know who that is. No, and, I mean and this look, thing that where you wait, apparently really? purposely don't read the twelve. Yep. Okay, so first of all, the purposefully thing. I have told you guys myself many times that I do that intentionally. So that is not a surprise to the two of no, you. I, I don't. Th- a no, minimum. I don't oh. think purposely. It isn't a word that should be used. You just, you don't read the twelve. You don't follow any information. I do. Unless it's in a Rick Kakis video. It's not information that gets reiterated so, back on the first show. First of all, Rick Kakis is the least YouTuber that I watched. If you would have said Ass Across, Adam might have given you credit for that. If you'd have no, said Kakis Fallout, is the one, I could have given Kakis you credit for that. Boy. Hell, if you'd have even said Jez, I'd have given you credit for that. But Rick Kakis? Really? You love a cactus. That's 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 the string you decided to pull on. 
Nah. No, come on. So tell us more about this character, Respawn. Yeah. Yeah. We want to know more. I mean, I mean, if you want to listen to about the character Respawn, then uh, my friends over at the Guardian Downcast can tell you all about it. <laughs> Good plug. Yep. So yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's everybody, everybody who has met me off of the podcast in game knows that the the character is way worse right like i play the comic relief intentionally right and then parody is my wingman he puts it up there and Don't then i parody in this okay. scenario no We're no talking no. you We're yeah talking about well, the character par- of you parody works well with that character right there is no respawn without me that's exactly. really what he's saying yeah we are well, that's team. exactly what happened last week there was no respawn without you <laughs> There was there was no him, so therefore there had to be a respawn. Yeah. <laughs> Parody takes a holiday, that's it, there's no respawn. Right. Yeah. But no. You, so, I mean, I mean, you yeah. haven't ever seen us in the same place at the same time together. We could be that's the same accurate. person. We could be. You know, we don't no, even know if this pan. is live. You don't know. <laughs> no, that's you and Houndish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're Houndish, I'm also Panoramics 18. We're, we're the same person. Right. That's, that's just how it is. That's the rules. But yeah, if you want to hear the details, like I said, the Guardian Downcast, real good guys, real good show. Check them out. Other than that, I'm going to have to give you guys a deuces and then bounce out. Okay. Now, is this you or the character of you? Are both of you leaving? Yeah. Do you I have to leave if you leave? How does this work? I'm no, Do what, I have to without get a parody, there's no the respawn. Nobody said that there couldn't be uh, uh, a respawn or a parody without a respawn. What did I just uh, say? I have no idea. Nobody knows what you're saying. <laughs> So it's who, so many time to go. You guys have first? a great show, and I'll talk to you when I get a chance later. Guys. Jeez. So, what weekly known issues do we have this week for Deacon to say why are you still playing the game? I really just want a clip of her every every single time we get a known issue. Is just a why? Why do you still play if there's so many issues? Because I was rolling last week. So uh, apparently the PlayStation 5, if if you're one of like three people in Hazel to own a PlayStation 5, there's some beagle errors. So oh, I guess is, a dog, this is a the dog comes and the eagle. in. And, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, guess the a dog comes in. Have a baby and it's a beagle. Yeah. So, so, so the beagle just comes in and like sits on your PlayStation, I guess, so you can't get to it to turn it on. So Bungie's looking into getting some sort of dog catcher to, to make that happen. Apparently if you move your Destiny 2 installation from an external SSD back to your PS5, it may temporarily alleviate this issue. I'm very sure, but they're like, uh, it, it, it sounds like a, it worked for me kind of situation. So it's worth a try. I, I think that's just very close to, have you tried turning it off and on again? Very close. It's, it's at least a cousin cousin of that. Mm. Um, if you've got your exile trials armor, you, uh, can't display solstice glows from the universal ornaments. Can't do it. Sorry. That uh, teaches great. you to go flawless. Mm-hmm. Gravity cannons can kill players and expunge when walking up to them from behind. Oh yes, I found that this week. I was trying to do solo flawless, <laughs> I and just, I, got, I was just going to say I got to the gravity cannon at the boss. I'd managed to sword fly to the boss without dying all that way, oh, no. and I walked up oh, behind no. the thing, and it killed me. And I was like, Oh no! What just happened? <laughs> How have I died? There's n- there's no reason why I've just died. I've just walked to the cannon. You've been killed, sir. 
by the architects. Oh, take this shortcut. I'd rather jump to those stupid platforms that are disappearing and take my chances. <laughs> that's the safer way to go, it turns out. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Hilarious for me, but terrible for you. Mm -hmm. um, oh, th this one I really enjoy. Some players are having load resulting in them and their weapon being somewhat invisible in activities. Which players? Which issues? Eh, some of them. Yeah. Um, if you're hoping to get your stat tracker for the fastest expunge completion time, uh, your your timer gets reset on your tracker for each completion. So just do it once, and no more. Yeah, do it once and be like, no, we're good here. Uh, Sentinel Titans can use up their ch can use up charge with light stacks when they throw a shield when their super is half full, while they have the energy converter mod equipped. So if you've is ever that played an issue or is that a good thing? Uh, it, you know, they say it's a known issue. I wouldn't know. I love my Sentinel Titan, but I still have yet to ever play with Charge with Light, so um, we report you decide kind of thing. <laughs> and as always, there's a full list of issues in the Known Issues article, uh, like the Golden Gun not working again. Uh, tell Bungie about things, and they will fix the things. Because that's what that's what they'll do. They, they don't hate you because you're hunters. They hate you because you're loud and obnoxious and don't tell them things and just scream at them. That's why they don't fix things. Don't tell Respawn, though. Uh, and there's there's just uh, there's there's been some thick dancing and some eating of Atheon this week. There's a prophecy roller coaster. There's some good movies as well. Although I have to say the Atheon tap dance art of the week animation is just kind of beautiful with a golden gun hunter and a it, it's arc. So I can't tell if it's meant to be a thunder crash Titan or if it's you know I was thinking it was a Nova bomb at first, but I'm guessing thunder crash Titan. And Atheon just dancing back and forth, and it's just wonderful. Atheon! And then at the very end, you know, if you scroll all the way to the, all the, way to the end of the TWAB, past the art, past the movies, past all the, all the information, the Iron Banner, the weekly raid challenges, the Vault of Glass difficulty, all the things, uh, we got one single teaser screenshot. It says this, that was a quick tease. We're eager, eager to show you more about the Witch Queen. Expect to hear from us with uh, details later in the summer. We have some awesome content to play between now and then. See you out there in the wild. DMG04. And single screenshot in a lush green environment. Uh, which it looks like there's a building behind in the blurred background. Yeah, yeah. Could be a building behind there. I've I've heard people talk about and I'll and I'll we'll, we'll if if you want to be completely ignorant and whatever, I mean not that these are spoilers, but they're at least I don't know, theoretical spoilers or I, I don't know. I'll just say if you want if you want to go and respawn character like and be completely ignorant to everything going on, um, skip ahead a little bit. But this is people have said this is old Chicago possibly because it's mm -hmm. a lush green environment. There was a bunch of artwork from old Chicago like concept art way back in the worlds of Destiny One. Uh, people had talked about you know around that same time there was Europa artwork that you know obviously Budgie held on to all through D One into D Two. And then he gave us a Europa recently, so they're saying could be old Chicago is where we're headed next, and this could be part of it from there. People have said also, hey, it could be Venus because it's you know lush and green. But Budgie has said we're not bringing Venus back to you, you know, at least not as a full planet. And it seems silly to bring it back as a partial part. So yeah, yeah. could be going to old Chicago. And uh, I know there were a couple of instances mentioned in the lore recently about old, or maybe not recently, but at least you know on different things about. Yeah. Referencing old Chicago. 
Uh, I was just looking for Paul Tassi's article that I threw into the into our chat because he had mentioned a couple of things where it was you know people had specifically mentioned old Chicago in the lore. So eh, it could be this, or we could be all completely wrong and we're going somewhere completely different. I mean, I know it, it's nice that Bungie are drawing on what they've already kind of put out there as concepts for and what they initially thought for Destiny 1 to be with all these various different places. And as we kind of progressed towards the end of Destiny 1, there was a lot of talk of, can we move past our own, you know, universe, our own little galaxy here? Is there any way that, you know, Destiny would move further out, you know, explore other galaxies, other planets further and farther out? But it just seems strange that we're sticking close to Earth again, if it is going to be old Chicago. I mean, it's nice that we're getting somewhere new, but I thought there was a lot of clamouring in the community to explore outside our own universe. Do you remember that? There was a lot of, can we, we, we've explored our universe. We've gone as far as Saturn and with the kind of the dreadnought. But people wanted to explore what what's further out. You know, what are the home worlds for these other races that we are fighting now? And we don't seem to have kind of progressed any further than just sticking in our own backyard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember people talking about that, and yeah, it would be that's what I was sort of wondering, hoping maybe with the you know the pyramid ships in the darkness, it's like well, clearly they're coming from somewhere, and maybe and maybe this is you know maybe this is where the witch queen and you know beyond is taking us. You know, we're, we've sort of been on the defensive and, you know, you know, defending against these attacks and, and uh, you know, moves against sort of our home solar system, our home planet. Maybe, at, you know, at some point, this is where we start taking the fight to them. And we start, you know, entering throne worlds and we start going into other places, you know, completely alien environments to see where that takes us. Because, yeah, everywhere we've been has been, yeah, it's sort of a... Like familiar looking, you know, humanish world with the you know, the planets we have. Mm. I'd, I'd be curious to see if we do go to, yeah, you know, go to the darkness realm or go where where the nine hang out and uh, you know see what some of those environments look like and just see what what that might be. And it's it's it, you know I'm enjoying like the season with the expunge mission and the sort of getting into the Vex network because it's sort of like one of the you know other than the Vol- I'm sure there's others that I've forgotten about, but this is sort of one big, like, you know, longer walk sort of through like another, like sort of going into, you know, our, you know, in Crota, we're in the throne world for there briefly. And, and we yeah. go in and we, we, you know, we've sort of dipped a toe into throne worlds here and there fighting hive. And, you know, we're actually going into the Vex network now and we've been in the vault of glass and it's been neat to be in these other environments. So I, I'd love to see sort of what more, more, what, what those planets will look like, you know, it's like the cabal, uh, they're, they're a race of big hamsters. You know, I imagine their world looking, you know, it, it's a world, you know, not you know, structurally all that different, you know, the Vex obviously being a totally different thing. Just Bungie, yeah. please don't give us any like underwater mission swimming nonsense in Vex milk. Just, just no, don't do that. <laughs> I suppose it kind of does make sense with the way the stories have kind of led from destiny one into destiny two. And we've got to kind of, as Bungie put it, tie up, this kind of light saga so maybe that's what we're kind of doing we're sticking to the home worlds at the moment that what's in our atmosphere what's in our in our kind of solar system and then maybe after the lightfall is then when we get to go out into the universe maybe the traveler moves on and that is why it's lightfall and we have to then explore further out or go after the traveler much like the fallen did 
that they they chase down the traveler maybe we don't have our light as we've put it we've only got the darkness to rely on which can still kind of bring us back from the brink maybe i think that's what they're kind of going to do at the moment is kind of stick to tying up the stories and as savathun is technically here there's a lot to kind of cover with our own solar system and how we're being attacked like you said with the vex networks the the throne world it's all here where we are now and i suppose maybe as we get towards the end of the witch queen into lightfall and whatever they develop i think they were going to develop something after that or before that weren't they to kind of push it out another year I think that's kind of kind of then maybe lead us off into other universes, other solar systems, which would be quite nice to not get away as such. I mean, hopefully we're, that we'll still have a tower to come back to or a home something. But yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, and what was actually quite interesting, we did get a question from Riley Lane Turner over on, I think it was on our Instagram or Facebook account saying that he wanted to pick our brains on what we think the next major DLC would have in store for us. So what do you think, Parody? Next major DLC that we've heard of or that we've not heard of? Because I think, you know, obviously, you know, we're, we're coming to the end of our Light Saga and we're fighting, you know, we're, we're you know, I assume we're going to fight Sabathun at some point. And not, not to derail a little bit, but I just did just want to mention it's the Wild Hunt Vest and the Pyrrhic Ascent boots that mention Old Chicago. And, and sort of going, you know, just talking about that, you know, the Wild Hunt vest says, we tracked the thing all the way to the ruins of Old Chicago, down into the tombs. We weren't hunting it, it was luring us. Aisha, human hunter. So I think that's, you know, again, just tying into, you know, we're going to have some kind of encounter with Sabathun. And just for the sake of argument, we'll say that happens in Old Chicago. Once that happens, and we... And and uh, I always need to go back and look at you know look at the roadmap and see okay well if that's happening there, you know we've got Beyond the Light we've got the Witch Queen which I assume is Savathun relating to Savathun being the Witch Queen and this is again where I try to keep up with my brain to sort of wander sometimes when we're talking about the lore and all these different characters I really just need like a big like compendium of who everybody is and how they <laughs> interconnect <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Um, yeah, but I think it's like, you know, we're going to have that big, you know, we're going to have that big showdown, you know, something's going to come of that. There's going to be some sort of, you know, maybe, maybe it is like a Pyrrhic victory, you know, with these like, you know, the Pyrrhic ascent boots that, you know, maybe it's this Pyrrhic victory where we win, but we win at such a cost. And that's sort of what a Pyrrhic victory is. It's like, you've won, but you've, you've endured such a crushing cost to make that win. It's like you won, but it almost would have been better if you lost almost. Yeah. I think I think we want repercussions, don't we? You know, technically we'd like repercussions for what avenues we pick, but I think deep down, like we had with what, where we could pick either the Drifter or the Vanguard previously in Destiny 2, I think some people like to run both sides just to see like both sides of the story. They don't want to kind of really commit. But I think it would be interesting if we were forced that we had to commit to something that then changed the the kind of the outcome of the game further down the line. I think that would be really interesting. Um, so, as far as kind of, sorry. Well, I was gonna say, so, so you're, you're with Hazel from uh, guardian downcast saying, you know, you, you want, you want consequences. I'm sort of there with you. I want, I sort of want there to be, I, I think I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, no. oh, I, no. I like to play it safe, but I, okay. I think as the, I, I, I think I, I, the game to evolve, sort of it, it has to be something like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I sort of, sort of wanted. Yeah, I sort of wanted to be some consequences. Maybe, maybe you you, know, you throw in with Savathun, or you throw in with the Traveler. Maybe you know you you know not not to say that there's like a permanent because again it's like, and, and you know, Bungie said time and time again like they don't want they don't want to make a rift. They don't want to have it have be like truly like player factions. They want to bring us all together, and not you know, like pit us against each other. But I think it would be interesting, at least you know maybe for a season or for a time, there to be sort of this rift where you know you either you either choose one path or the other go down that path or the other path and that's sort of the at least for that season or that activity or that something that's sort of the the path you take but yeah i think it would be interesting to bring back the dreadnought in maybe the next major dlc with like the witch queen so it is a playable space we can go back there but maybe there are you know it, it was a vast space to use so maybe there's a lot of changes i mean like we've had with the Cosmodrome, there could be areas that we can't reach anymore that we could have reached before. But then if they brought the raid back for that, uh, Kingsfall, but then had like an alternate version of Oryx and you don't necessarily need the the same enemies that we fought in that encounter. They could be variations on that, like we've had with, um, like when we re- returned to the moon, we had those like shadowy, versions of oryx we had the shadowy versions of those other enemies that, that were kind of mm-hmm. red kind of taken fight maybe a version of king's fall that incorporates that because of the way the story has progressed so we're not fighting the same way that we we kind of have been in the vault of glass i'd like to kind of see a little bit of a change you know maybe you don't go the same way that you did before in the raid like i said with the vault of glass i think i'd like you know oh well we used to go that way but now maybe you have to go over to where the um the basketball court was you know that 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 really tricky area to get over on that kind of jumping puzzle up the wall and maybe doing the basketball thing opens up another area that you then go and fight something else that would be quite interesting to kind of see them kind of turn it on their heads and not just go oh well this is that raid but we've put wyverns in there kind of thing i mean i i appreciate that i mean the vault of glass it's really nice to play and it's really nostalgic to be back there and get those weapons and most of the mechanics are the same you know there's there's a few tweaks here and there which you know is nice for old players that have played vault of glass and you know have those memories of oh you know that chest was there or, or we used to do it like this and but now we kind of have to do it like this, but it's kind of that adaption. But I'd like to see those raids that are coming back, even if they are putting them in, in there as legends, to kind of change and fit in with the story. I mean, th- there could have been a whole reason why the Vault of Glass had come back, which would have tied in to the story, which I could have completely understood with, you know, with these expunge missions and the Vex network, and maybe it tied into the fact that they're trying to do this and that. So there could have been some kind of an explanation and a little bit more of a tie-in rather than we're just going to bring back that raid and it's going to be in the Legends tab. So I think with next major DLCs, I you know, I think it's nice to have like we had with Europa going somewhere new and have somewhere kind of familiar to go back to as well with the the Dreadnought. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely of two minds about bringing the content back i i think 
when I hear about it, I think, oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to bring it back. It's going to be really fun. And now, and now when it's here, it's like, I think I've gone to the Cosmodrome like twice as required. Uh, you know, Vault of Glass, I'm, I, again, I'm excited to walk back into because it's a raid, you know, more, more so than, oh, it was here before. It's like, it's a raid. I've played it enough to know it well. Like, I'm, ex- I'm excited to play that again. But even then, it's just, you know, that I'm going to sort of be limited by my enjoyment of that by the fact that it's a raid. You, you know, you can't just walk into it and, you know, uh, roam around like you could the Cosmodrome. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're absolutely killing it with the story, and I'm really enjoying where the narrative is taking us. And I sort of feel like I want there to be gameplay to help support that narrative. There to be, yeah. And, and I don't know if it's if it's the stakes I want, if it's the consequences, but I don't know. But yeah, I just I'm I'm really excited to see where we go past this past this encounter, past the Witch Queen, past this big fight with this you know the big bad we've heard about for ever now, and then yeah, hopefully get get out past our. Get out past our solar system. You know, we've we've played the defense long enough. We've we've suffered some loss. Now let's go on offense. Now let's go out and sort of take the fight to them, kind of thing, and yeah. see you know who else we meet along the way. What other friends, foes? That's that, that's always my favorite part in you know in the show. Like you know, Stargate, the series is one of my favorite TV shows, and it's always fun when it's like okay, you you've sort of you've gotten past sort of like the first hurdle. You found your way out in the world. You've established a little base camp. Now let's go see who's out there. Oh my god, we ran into this you know huge enemy. Oh, and there's this ally that you know we never knew existed. It comes in and you know it's like those those moments of you meet that new alien race or you meet that new character and it's like oh you're here to help or you've been you know you've been watching us for a time and to sort of get a feel are we good or bad or could we be an ally? Now's the time to like you know come in and meet and and form this alliance and see where that takes us. It's like those moments in, in TV movies I love. So I, I'm, I'm sort of hoping, you know, sort of like, again, we've been working with Mithras. We've worked with, um, oh uh, yeah, Keitel, um, you know, working with the spider sort of kind of, <laughs> I, I like, I like where this is going and in, you know, forming some of these alliances to then to see where that takes us again. I'm, I, I'd love to see a playable, you know, playable fallen, playable Vex, play, you know, I love to, I love to, be able to you know to take that role in the, in this alliance at some point down the road. So yeah, just yeah, just sort of like with you, just I, I want to see see what's out there in the world. I want to get out past our little solar system and see what other uh, you know enemies and and friends await us. Yeah, I think it would also be really interesting that if the with the Witch Queen that it was all fitting in with Savathun, that it's all a complete trick the whole year is a complete mm. farce to the point that we we think that we've won but then at the end of it it's you haven't won anything it was all a complete ruse you've been tricked into something you, you've fallen down this path of now it's lightfall and that's when she becomes like the true villain of the the whole like piece and that you know there's greater consequences with the whole arc of it so yeah. This whole witch queen thing, you know, you, we think that she's going to be the big bad. We're going to beat her like we did with Oryx and it's going to be over and done with. And then like the darkness is going to come along and that's going to be lightful. I, I would like it to kind of be this whole complete ruse that we're kind of led down this path of this happens, that happens. And it's all just been meticulously planned by her and then lightful, you know, and that's when she becomes the true villain or the, you know the the one that's orchestrated everything 
even maybe down to the point of getting us to fight Oryx, getting us to fight Crota, taking out the Vex, siding with the Cabal, um, aligning with Mithrax, it's all been great, a, a great part of her plan. I mean, we've seen some of that with what's been going on with the tower, with like with that shotgun, people humming the tune, singing songs, crow in the in the helm. And I think it was on, I think it must have been Mylan Games. He was on DCP this week, was saying that the reason why people are kind of humming the tune or singing the song is because they're near like an artifact of Savathun so much like Shax was with the Ahamkara skull above him that's why he was kind of singing that or humming that tune the crow's got nothing around him you know so who is it that's near him that's kind of influencing him to or he's hearing that song which was quite interesting. And there's, I think Paul Tassi's done a video on it as well. There's a whole theory of various different characters that it could be, but maybe Savathun is already walking among us, which I found quite interesting. Yeah. Or a version of her. I mean, again, we know hardly anything about this character apart from what we've kind of heard in the lore. Yeah, that's what I find so interesting. So we, we've heard about Savathun and we've heard Savathun's song and fought the worm of Savathun and, and, you know, fought all these, all these, you know, of Savathun's have been, you know, I, I was, I can't remember all the, all the characters who have been like something, something Savathun. It's like, we've seen sort of the minions or the, the, the workings behind the table. You know, it's like Savathun, the mob boss sitting back there shots and just sending, sending henchmen out after us over and over again. But we've never really encountered Savathun. And I almost wonder if we will, or if it's yeah. like, like you said, it's going to be all one trick, but now, you know, now you've got me again of, you know, the, the light fall, it's something, you know, sort of along the lines of the Pyrrhic victory. It may be something we do to ourselves. Say, oh, well, the only way to stop the, you know, the traveler from falling into Savathun's hands is to destroy the traveler or to send the traveler away. And it's something that guardians orchestrate. Mm. And that's sort of what causes, you know, the next step to, to happen, whether it be, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm really interested. I, I, I really want to see where this goes. I think Sabbathine is such an interesting force. I can't even say like person or thing, but just force. I think it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Uh, comparing her to Oryx, I think she's the grander one, you know, as Arthur said, she's the one that's been pulling the strings behind the curtains of maybe that's the reason why we we kind of had to take oryx out we've had to take crota out because these have kind of had consequences and maybe empowered her even more mm, yeah but anyway i think we're going down a big rabbit hole with this <laughs> it, it, we are and and i definitely is like i i just know every, anything i say because it'll just be like no that's wrong you're confusing that person that's not who you're thinking of at all but yeah there's just so much there's so much to, to Savathun there. I'm, and then the way their storytelling has been going this season, the last season, it's really, I'm really excited about the story they're telling. So I've got high hopes for what this encounter is going to look like and where we go from there. Mm. Yeah. So, so there's a nice long winded answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> in, in there, I assume there was an answer. You just have to find it. Yeah. <laughs> So continuing with our questions and our feedback, because we had quite a bit from, especially from last week's guest, 
Um, we've got many comments in our Discord uh, complimenting Deacon on her uh, way that she handled the Twab and how much partners related to her. <laughs> um, but a couple that I've kind of pulled from like Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we had Gregory Kendall. Just wanted to let you guys know that you have a great podcast. I listen to all the best D2 and you guys are really informative. Keep up the good work. So I said, thank you. I will pass your feedback onto the team. Take a drink. <laughs> fitting, fitting. Indeed. Avion. We had a message from Dennis. Uh, yo, this was the best, most hilarious episode I've ever listened to for any Destiny podcast. You all need to have her on at least once a month. Love it. See, if we have her on once a month, she'll probably end up taking over. And you don't want that. Because oh, it'll I just think, be, I think she's already taken you guys over. don't need to play this game. You all need to go and get a life. Which, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but that's basically what you'll be told. Mm -hmm. Maybe once a year. Maybe maybe when I can't come on, I'll we'll just, you know, let her in and harass these two around for a good couple of hours and get into some arguments. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have a show at that point. It would just be her and Respawn, Respawn screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's uh, I'm not officiating that fight, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be dragged into it, kicking and screaming. <laughs> uh, Jeff also said, listening to the podcast right now, and your wife sounds just like mine. Uh, Matthew Thomas, firstly, I'd just like to let you guys know that I really appreciate what you do. You're bothered every week to get up look at what is going on and record yourselves telling us the faithful listeners secondly i love the comical relationships you guys have and obviously respawn a uh, shoutiness you guys have helped me and my friend group so much with destiny 2 tips tomorrow i'm going to attempt the vault of glass my first raid just want to let you guys know that i appreciate what you do many thanks matty so good luck with that hope you kind of managed to kind of get over that hurdle yeah good luck on the vault of glass i i and night demon and many many people in our friend group have spent many many hours in d1 on vault of glass failing over and over again so it's uh, raids are always fun like respawn said and as and we've all said you know it's fun with the group you go in with go in yeah. have a good time and you know win win fail draw i guess if you could draw just yeah, yeah have fun with it and yeah, maybe you'll get something out of it. Maybe you'll be the guy who gets, you know, the, the Vex Mythic last drop the first run through. Maybe it'll be three years and you'll never see it because that's the beauty of Destiny. It does what it wants. And uh, yeah, just have a good time. And I think if you can get past oracles as a group without pulling each other's hairs out, it just, I, I kind of, that, that's the testament. I think we're <laughs> trying to all kind of, Right, I've got this oracle, you've got that oracle, and then calling out who's got one, two, three, and four, and if somebody's missed it, trying to grab it, or somebody's gone down. I think that was one of the most confusing and frustrating parts of this new version, is that you will have to actually be down there shooting the oracles rather than just being up on a ledge and sniping them from afar. So, yeah, it's that, that whole confusion there of running around and trying to control the ads, although there's not that many at the moment. Um, I, I found that the the hardest one at the moment to kind of get through the Templar bit and the Gatekeeper and even Atheon to some extent. Once you kind of learnt those callouts for those oracles, front, back, middle, right, and left, it's a walk in the park. It's just trying to control all of those ads and shoot your oracles at the same time is a bit more of a kind of test for the team. I think. 
Yeah, there's always those moments where you... And I know for me, especially with some of the harder mechanics, it takes me sometimes a little while to really understand what is going on and where all the pieces are. But that moment where it just clicks and either like the right person explains it to you or you just do it enough times. And sometimes just, you know, or, or, or you've been, you know, you know, beating your head against the wall with this particular strat for, you know, two hours. And all of a sudden someone's like, what if we try it this way? What if we do this? And, and like you get it done the first time, and you're just like, mother God, dang it. And you're like, okay, did we do it the first time <laughs> because we've hit our head against the wall for two hours? Or should we have just done this from the get go and been fine with it? Mm. Yeah, just oh, th- that moment when it clicks is so beautiful, though. And you guys that have never played the Destiny One version will never really appreciate rally banners because the oh. amount of times we had to sit and wait on a ledge for somebody to get their super before we then attempted to do it oh for us to then God. fail within five seconds to then sit there and wait for them to change their <laughs> armor up so they got more intellect to build up their super faster than five mm-hmm. minutes. And then try again. It's just, it's amazing to have those rally barricades because you can just get back into the fight there and then. Oh, the, the amount of times you, you would pop your, your heavy ammo synth and then blow through oh, your heavy. Yeah. And then, yeah, fail immediately. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, he's got to wait for synth. a super. He, he needs to pop another, you know, because the synths were on a timeout. I can't remember what they were, but you could only yeah. pop one every couple minutes, minutes or something. Yeah. something like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all right. Yeah. The, the amount of time I, I spent you know, listening to my friend smoke. Or going yeah. for a, going for a drink, or getting a drink myself, or <laughs> it, it built in a lot of good bathroom run time, but <laughs> the amount of time you actually played versus waiting to play, oh, oh so many hours, so many good and hours. <laughs> a, a couple of things that I did learn from doing the vault glass this week that there doesn't seem to be any teams that are calling out for stasis players, which is nice that you can run in there with your light subclasses and, you know, Titans with ballistic slam with the, the chess piece that is the curious of falling stars yep. has been, has been really good at Atheon. I was doing stupid amounts of damage kind of coming out, you know, as, as soon as we got the buff slamming him, jumping back to the middle and getting another super really quickly because i think you kind of generate a super stupid fast when you've got the um the shield up so you can kind of get two of those ballistic slams off plus using xenophage because i didn't use a sniper respawn and you know grenade launchers and other things that has been really good that you can kind of you know sometimes you need a bubble sometimes you need you know i was even using roaring flames i was using like hammer titans which was quite nice to kind of destroy some of the enemies when we were doing the oracles and it was just nice to see light subclasses be more dominant in the vault of glass than asking for, we need you all to run stasis. You know, I've seen a lot of LFG groups all running like all void or, or solar, but it's nice that the light subclasses are the ones that are being used more in vault of glass. Uh, I found that quite nice. And I think I highlighted it last week or the week before there is a shader that you can get from doing the Vault of Glass and going around and collecting these crystals, and there are 12 of them to collect. I think it's called Bitter Pearl. It's, it's a white shader, basically, so it, it replaces any any of the white shaders that you didn't get from like Trials of the Nine because there were some really nice white shaders that came with that. If you didn't get that, you can get this Bitter Pearl, which is like... Um, what was the armor? The Chatter, in... uh, the Chatter White Chatter from white, that one yeah, there was just like yeah. white armor head to toe. Yeah, that you can. That was the one from Vault of Glass, wasn't it? The first time. Yeah. So yeah. how how does Bitter Pearl stack up? Well, I guess I should say, do you have it? 
I do have it, yes. And, and because... how, does, how does it stack up to uh, Chatter White? Can you be just a white sheet of paper, a bottle of white out, head to toe? Yeah, it's got a bit of a sheen to it, so it's a little bit shiny in, in, on some armor points. So, yeah, it's quite nice. But what I found was there are, I mean, I followed the Datto guide, and there are a few, like, like outside the Vault of Glass when you're kind of in that first area. So you could literally fly there and pick those up. And it's not like you have to collect them all in one run as well, which was quite nice. So what I found was that we were, I think we were doing... We were doing oracles, that's it. We got up to oracles and somebody had to go and take the dog out. And I thought, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can go and collect these bitter white um, crystals. And mm. they were all kind of back in the first area. And the problem was that I was down in the oracle area and we weren't up on the ledge anymore at that point. So what I found is that using my Titan, I could kind of sword fly across to the rock on the other side and then use... <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't do that. Yeah, sorry. I, I could kind of just jump up on uh, like an area where we were down on the bottom and then missile fly to the, the ledge that you kind of jumped down from. And then I could retrace my steps back through both paths. I could go through the, the secret path that was down underneath that you can kind of travel through to get one of the shards. And then I could go back around the, the normal way, which was the original way that everybody came down to that encounter and pick up the other shards. And then you could actually go back up to the door of the Vault of Glass. It would open, it'd do all the dung, 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 and open up again. And then you could go outside and explore the other areas. So I picked up all of the shards while I was waiting for this guy to go and take his dog for a walk. Then when we completed the the Templar encounter, I was then able to then go through the Gorgon's maze part and go and get the, the crystals from that. I then had to leave at that point because uh, it was it was getting too late for me. But what I found was that I could then go back solo as long as I had the Gorgon's checkpoint and then get back through. Do you remember uh, there was the there was a hidden chest up in one of the rock caverns? that you could get to via the Gorgons, wasn't there? You could either drop down to it, or you could go follow the secret yes, path round. Yes. Well, you can still get to that path, which was quite nice. So if you if you mm. manage to go back up into the wall, follow the path round, um, it kind of takes you to this... Uh, there was a, an old Vex door, and in there, there was a... Uh, I think it was a Spirit Bloom chest. Now... What I found was that I could then jump up on the rocks at the side and then go up on top of this door and then missile fly through this tiny little gap. It took me a couple of attempts to then go back through the secret way. So you could, I could then potentially go back around and find where this other, I missed it coming down the first time this other shard was. But I found that you, literally you could retrace your steps as long as you had the Gorgon checkpoint to go back to where you needed to to collect all the crystals to then go back through the gorgon maze to come out the other side to the jumping puzzle to collect the last few so you could literally collect the whole lot from just having the gorgon's checkpoint without actually having to do the raid you could just collect all these shards and it's just an unlock from from doing one of the triumphs so once you've unlocked it go on the triumph and then click it and it gives you the shader so you don't even you don't even need a raid completion which is quite funny um, and there are also the four hidden chests as well, which you can also unlock and get to as well. Um, the one in the Gorgon one was quite hard because you have to shoot like these little Vex um, cubes up in the air. So it's kind of a lot of sneaking around and, and kind of trying to find those. But that they're in the Datto video as well, which which I kind of found. But that was for a separate triumph. Nice, nice. Yeah, the 
have you been able to get close enough to the the Whisper of the Worm portal to see if you can look through it, or if it's I didn't. It's no, on? I didn't go over there. No, I didn't go. I haven't. I thought. Oh, yeah, I, I could actually. I've I've got that checkpoint now. I could go back over and have a quick check. Yeah, um, I know you talked about. And obviously, you know what. Other people, you're not going to be like, hold on, let me let me take a sidetrack over here to go do this. But I wasn't sure if you'd had time to go exploring it. Mm. Ooh. And I think something, as we're kind of on a bit of an information thing here, I just wanted to point out, or I think it was AZ, wasn't it, in the our Discord chat, just wanted to point out that he wasn't aware that when you're doing the lost sectors, the heroic and the legendary lost sectors, that once you kill a champion, it gives you an extra life per champion killed. And maybe a lot of other people weren't aware of this. So I think it's you, you get three lives to start off with. And then if you die, you kind of go down to nothing. But you've got, I think it's 30 minutes, isn't it? In the Lost Sectors to complete it before the timer runs out. And once you kind of do that, you're in a darkness zone. And no matter how many champions that you've killed beforehand, you can't raise yourself. But before that the amount of champions that you do kill gives you an extra life. So it kind of helps you if you are struggling to do those encounters. Yeah, definitely. I was, I, I ran into that on, I can't remember what the sector was. I just kept, kept getting, getting sniped from something or just making stupid mistakes. And was definitely playing that, that over under game of going, okay, I've got this champions left. Let me see. <laughs> should I just call this a wipe and start again? Or should I keep going? Because yeah, every time you do kills, you get that extra life, which definitely come in. Come in handy. One of them I definitely got through on like my last attempt on my last life, like at like twenty nine minutes and something. Going all right, this <laughs> yeah. is go real bad here in a second if I. Don't... <laughs> yeah, mechanic I appreciate. And yeah, it's good. Hmm. That's the other reason I mentioned that you know when you capture zones in Iron Banner, you you get super energy because I think a lot of people either don't know that or don't care. And yeah, it's a nice way to build your super up super quick with doing much of anything else. Um, one thing I kind of wanted to quickly touch on with you was. Uh, there are bounties that you get from doing the stasis quests, aren't there? Uh, well, it's not bounties. I'd say they're part of the quests, aren't they, that you can pick up from the stranger that... Let me if I can find one. Um, oh, yeah, like the fra- the fragment quests? The, the thing yeah, to do the, the fragment unlocks? Uh, the, like, you, you know, like, like where you go pick, you know, do this in Crucible, Vanguard, or Strikes, and go, it'll give you some random stasis based yeah. quest and yeah. what i was thinking is that, that now we've kind of got to the point of there's been a lot of stasis tuning with the crucible that you know hopefully bungie adjusts the requirements for the crucible versions of those because i've still mm-hmm. got those ones at the moment and i've got one that basically says i have to freeze somebody um stasis essence collected from uh, chance to drop from defeating frozen guardians. Now it's a lot harder to freeze guardians in Crucible. You know, I'm not saying that it it's impossible, but it's it's one of those things. I think maybe that they need to look at slightly. Of if they've adjusted it in PvP, then maybe you need to adjust those kind of the way they're putting those bounties for those um, fragments or whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 They're the ones. Yeah. The come. Whatever, yeah, like the, yeah, the, fragments, yeah, yeah. I've got like the umbral quest and the umbral strife right now, and yeah, the umbral conquest for me is, and and I know they're they're random to a point. I don't know if like everyone's umbral con- conquest will be the same thing, but mine was get eight fusion rifle final blows in crucible, 
collect six crystalline formations and then kill uh, combatants frozen and defeated, kill five people by freezing them and defeating them. It's like, that's taking me forever because I can either do one or the other or I'm missing part of it or, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with you. The, 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 the stasis final blows and the you know, freeze somebody and defeat them thing. I, I don't know why I picked them up for Crucible. I had I had high hopes, and I'm hoping it with Iron Banner this week basis until I manage to do it. But I've I've more or less gone back to my Void Titan. Really, it was like I Stasis I enjoyed for a while as a novelty. Kind of like eh, it's fine. It's not even you know, and I've kept track of you know the 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 nerfs and buffs and whatever and the changes. But I'm just like I still feel like a drunken toddler running around with with the Titan in the super. I haven't. I just still quite don't feel like I know what I'm doing with it. So I'd much rather just you know either launch myself at you as Ark or uh, throw Void Shield to you, because that at least I understand. But yeah, I agree with you. Those those need to be tuned a little bit at least. At, at least the PvP ones, because they're, um, they're time-consuming. I've had those for a while. Yeah, I mean, I think some of the hardest thing is to kind of kill a frozen target if you find it hard to kill. If you find it hard to kind of freeze a target to start off with, because you need to put on the right grenade or time your super to get to that point. Because there have been many times that I've frozen people with my glacial quake and then punched them out of it while they're frozen, and it doesn't seem to count. It just seems to be a random chance. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. And that's one of those. I'm like, is it a bug? Am I doing it wrong? Or am I not interpreting your your wording properly? Which it could be all of those things. Mm. Something else I want to kind of point out is that the Harbinger missions, you remember these were kind of changed, weren't they? Because there was sure. an issue with collecting all the feathers. So this was back for Season of the Hunt. The part of the exotic quest to get the Hawk Moon was, let me just find it. To go do it at all, which I still to this day have not set foot into. Oh, that was it. it was, there was a triumph called Lightseeker, which was in the activity... In the activity Harbinger, find all of the feathers of feathers of light in a single week. Now, a lot of people had done this, and then it didn't seem to track that they'd done it. And then they said they'd fixed it, but then they said that it wasn't fixed for weeks two and three of the Harbinger mission. Um, I went back last week, uh, so this was a reset last week. Um, I think actually it was yeah it was Monday of this week so it would have been just before the reset and it turned out that the Harbinger mission was week 1 which was the first week where apparently it's all working fine and I can confirm I was able to pick up my lightseeker triumph and unlock that so that was pretty cool so what I want to kind of give people the heads up of this week that we're currently in will be week 2 so next week of Iron Banner will be week 3 so after that so the next podcast that you're listening to, and I'll hopefully try and remind people, will be week one again. So if you are missing that triumph of going in and collecting the feathers, they are literally in the look up a week one guide. They're in those specific locations. Not hard to find at all. Um, and hopefully you should be able to find a, a few teams that are doing it because it offers a pinnacle reward. I've seen a lot of people on the LFG for even on the Xbox doing the Harbinger mission. So hopefully... The week after Iron Banner will be week one again. So hopefully you should be able to go in and collect that and get that done. So that should be June 15th. The week starting at June 15th reset to the 22nd. Because Iron Banner is this coming week starting June 8th. So he's talking about the week of June 15th. Because 
Because whenever you hear this, it could be this week, next week, six years ago. There's no way to know. The internet has no time. Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. Did we? We did, Maddie. So we've got William Kiefer, who says, "Awesome podcast. Been listening to this podcast for a long time, and I normally don't reply to individual podcast episodes, but this past past week's show with Deacon sixteen oh six was phenomenal. I laughed from start to finish and enjoyed every minute of it. Although I enjoy everyone on the podcast, Deacon should be a regular." Two thumbs up. We know. We know who the favorite is. It's none of us. It's yeah. the most British, most competent reading one. Deacon, clearly. You're just here for Deacon. And then, you know, his high prince, his highness, Prince Riznes, he cannot begin to tell us how abs freaking hilarious it was listening to Night Demon being harassed by his wife. It was probably a struggle, but thank you for doing it anyway, Night Demon. And he would just wants to put out there again, if if there's ever a call and need for him to come in and, you know, bring his highnessness to the show, he's available at the drop of a hat. And we had two reviews from, I guess, I'm guessing Apple Podcasts, because that's where the thing shoots them to me periodically. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we got five stars from Oscar76321 via Apple Podcasts from the U.S. saying, I've been playing Destiny since D1. And I've played D2 for two years, and I'm sort of a board, and I started listening to your podcast while I was playing, and it was fun. Thanks for the podcast. You, it is the best. Keep up the good work. And then we got a uh, Apple Podcast review from the Great Britain, from Maddie True, Maddie True DDT. Yeah, we'll call you yeah. Maddie because I can't read. He says, you guys have helped me and my friends so much. Five stars. I love this podcast. It's helped me so much, and I love the comical friendship with the presenters. I love Destiny 2, and I'm grateful for all the times you guys have helped me out. I'll stay tuned in. So thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Oscar. Thank you, Riley. Thank you, William. Thank you, other Matthew. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Gregory. Thank you, everyone who listens and, yeah, takes a minute out of their day to shoot us a message somewhere, somehow, that you yeah. enjoy us. Or more importantly, you enjoy Deacon because really, she's the star of the show. We're just here to, you know, every 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 hundred and twenty three episodes, we'll give you Deacon again. <laughs> that's how it'll work. So in another hundred twenty three episodes, we'll you bring Deacon back. and you get more Deacon. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Just, but just to kind of clarify, that is just a snippet of my day. As soon as I mention Destiny, <laughs> that's the amount of abuse that I get on a grander scale. She toned it back for you guys. She really did. <laughs> I, I can't believe that listeners out there want more abuse from her of her telling you guys out there that why you why are you still playing this game and why you haven't kind of given up on it. I don't understand that. I I know why I put up with it because you know I'm married to her, but you guys didn't have to put up with it and and constantly request her to come back. So yeah, they think they know what they want, but do they really? Have they stepped into a war with Deacon 1606? Do they regret it? Do they bring their fire team in nine? Right. I'm not, flying not. over to that portal. <laughs> there we go. Re- right. Real-time follow-up. I love it. Uh, right. We are at the portal. No, there is nothing here at the moment, but that may be because oh. I'd already gone past that point. And there might be something... Because I know that you have to stand on the portal for something to do with the Vex Mister class and shoot some oracles. So potentially, I did, I'm sure I did see in one of the, the videos that we've kind of highlighted on doing that. I think it was Fallout. It kind of had like a, a kind of mirror effect on it at the time. So he, I don't think he looked through it to to see what it was. But 
could possibly be. Ah, too bad. Mm. Well, how's that for some real time follow up for you? Love it. So I guess we're in. We're we're getting close to to tips, tricks, builds, and guides. Unless there's somehow even more. No, no, yeah, we we can go into some tips, tricks, guides, and builds. Excellent. So this week, again, I I I tried to condense it down, but it it still seemed to be like thirty videos that I've kind of watched that I found really interesting. Um, the first one that I wanted to kind of point you in the direction of is Lucky 10P. Now, this isn't a, the kind of usual tips, tricks kind of guide. It's just a, a basic warning, really, that a I think it was a guy that was playing Trials was playing against Lucky, and he was using, I think, wall hacks and other kind of things to, to basically beat Lucky in Trials. And he apparently contacted Lucky and said, no, no, it wasn't me. I used one of these sites that kind of does account recoveries and they played on my account. And now this guy has kind of been banned by Bungie for mm -hmm. over like 1500 hours worth of playtime because he used one of these things. So it's more of a public service announcement from Lucky and anybody else is that don't use these sites. It let's face it you can still play the game and enjoy the game you don't need to go flawless to enjoy it you know if if you have thought of it don't it's it's just not worth it to be honest and i kind of thought i'd point people in the direction of watching this kind of video of how bad this guy you know what's happened to him to kind of give people a bit of a warning of maybe have second thoughts about doing this yeah when you're you, you you don't always know what you're paying for. Mm. You're saying here, random stranger in the world, do this for me. And yeah, it's I feel sorry for the guy, but you know, you, you get what you get, unfortunately. Yeah. So moving on, Fallout Plays did a really cool informative video on heating up and tunnel vision, the two new perks that he finds kind of really interesting to look at because we haven't got that much information about them and he goes you know over what these perks actually do and why you might want them on your weapons so that's worth a watch destiny fun police who mainly uses a titan but we've spoken about in the recently that he does like playing hunter at the moment so he's put a build together with the lucky pants which are the exotic boots for the hunters which when you wear them basically you can ready your a hand cannon quicker and it gives you more precision on aiming i think that's what, how it works pairs this with the last word hand cannon to get some really crispy shots basically walking around like clint eastwood I, I really do appreciate the build and reminding people of how good these two exotics are as a pairing you know i think these were like we have had with with thorn and necrotic grips recently a, a good pairing of what these weapons kind of synergize with each other and an exotic pairing with it. So the Lucky Pants and the Last Word Hand Cannon pair really nicely for a hunter to basically be like Clint Eastwood, walking around and dealing out some justice. So I found that really interesting, and I thought I'd kind of point people in the direction of that if they wanted to have a look at getting that build together. Another cool build that Destiny Fun Police put together was the Arctic Haze uh, Auto Rifle. Now, this is the one that you can get from... Varix over on Europa and I think you can do like the farming missions of the Empire Hunts isn't it that you can uh, pick up a bounty complete it and do a certain amount of kills to actually farm for 
this specific weapon. So this is the Arctic Haze auto yeah, rifle. Which I, I think so they might have added it into the, the. Sorry, I think they might have added it into the world, like or the the European loot pools. I feel like for I feel like I've gotten it to drop from either bounties or something as well. Well, I think I think you can. I think you can get it from chess. You can get it from other bounties, but you can specifically target if you want to get certain roles on this. Yes. And this is another weapon that he's paired with the new Titan boots, which are the uh, path of the burning steps, and using the Firewalker perk on it. And he was literally shredding people in um, Crucible. And he basically says it's uh, Stasis Shotgunner's worst nightmare. And this was before the patch. So hopefully this kind of enhances the light-based subclasses a bit more with what they can do. Then uh, another Destiny Fun Police video was the... Uh, Sonja's Tail. Now, this is the shotgun I recommended that you guys maybe look at a couple of weeks ago that has some really good perks on it that really beefs up the range. Destiny Fun Police has a really cool role that he thinks is a god role. I'm going to stick with these people think they've got god roles. Uh, that kind of threat detector is the new quick draw on it. And he shows you, you know, distances for how the, the threat detector works and how quickly you can pull out a, a shotgun compared to other shotguns and why it's probably you know a good pairing for this shotgun and to look out for it i mean saying that i mean i, I put something in our band chat because i think it was it the other day was saying something if i can find it again that's the problem with discord it's like i saw that thing somewhere and now i have no recollection of which channel or wh which discord even it was in bobby o in our discord asked about like destiny item manager and what kind of constitutes as a, as a god role and I mean, I'll, I'll say the thing that I said to him, to you guys, that, you know, Destiny Item Manager, Little Light, YouTubers, etc., can all give you God Roll guides. You know, various different people go on Destiny Item Manager and say, this perk's good, and they tick the box to say, you know, this worked out really well for me. But it is basically down to the user that defines what a God Roll is. There are great guns and there are amazing perks, but what kind of really synergizes with the weapon is how the player wields that weapon and it may be a god roll to them but it may be a complete trash roll to somebody else and you can only kind of take the advice or see these videos of people using these weapons and go right i'll look for that role or get a similar role and find that you use that weapon in your own perspective as as it's a god roll and i think that's the kind of the only thing that you can kind of take from that is that it just choose what works for you. Use what's out there, these tools, the, the Destiny Light Managers, the Little Lights, the YouTube videos, to create your own roles of what you kind of help you do what you want to do. I think it's the kind of the best thing. But you were saying something on Destiny Light Manager, weren't you? You, you replied about something about uh, the wish list. Yeah, yeah, I was sort of saying, you know, you know, agree with you, but also saying, you know, like Destiny Item Manager, they have sort of like crowdsource wish list from Panda Paxi and Mercules. That was sort of, you know, that they've been building forever, sort of PVE and PVE roles, which it, it ships with Destiny Item Manager. You can just hit a button and it loads that list sort of into it for you. And it'll tell you, like, you know, if, you know, like the certain weapon you have is either like a god roll or even a good roll in PVE versus PVP. And it'll tell you which perks on the gun are sort of more preferred for PVE or PVP, at least again, as far as like, you know, you know the community, you know, those folks say, which at least like if you're again, if you're like me and just a little more casual going, like, I'm not going to remember what all these perks are or which one is better for which, it's nice to sort of have that as a guide, as a basis of like, okay, this is actually a pretty good gun for this. 
Which could, and I pair that with d2checklist.com, which is one of Blue Screen's favorite places, and he always points me to it when I forget it exists. D2 Checklist, you can log in with your character, and you can look at your armor, your weapons, your everything in there. But it's wonderful because you can say, okay, I've got, you know, eight rolls of the same weapon. I can hit a button, and it brings all eight rolls up on my screen right next to each other for me to compare every last perk, every last everything on it, and show me, you know, which which ones are god rolls or good rolls or or better rolls. And it has some wonderful filters. One thing that Bobby O liked was the suboptimal perk filter. So you can just say, show me which guns are just garbage. Show me which guns just don't have perks that work to each other, don't have good perks on them. Let me start there. You know, it also has like god rolls or good rolls. Good for this, good for that. So I appreciate sort of the tiers of like good god, you know, god good or suboptimal of just the starting point. But I agree with Night Demon. Like I have some perks that I absolutely consider god tier for me, but are not god tier for people who, you know, you know, write the guides or or who consider what a god tier is. So yeah, it's definitely, you know, if you if you look for overload on things, or I'm sorry, if you look for overflow on things because you're like, I just bullets. You know, that's God tier to you. If you're like, I want to keep things with osmosis because it's fun to run things to give that little extra bit of elemental damage. You know, I want to at least be aware of which of these, you know, which hand cannon do I have that has osmosis on it? So if I'm trying to do damage to a shield and a, and a champion, I at least want to know, do I have one of those? Um, so yeah, just sort of pairing, you know, sort of take what, what, you know, some of the listen community says as sort of gospel, at least as a starting point. And then, yeah, just look for the thing you want to look for, because Dim and Little Light and Ishar and all these can search for, you know, individual perks on the weapon. You can say, what gun do I have with the unrelenting perk? Because I want to go murder a bunch of people and keep my health up. Let me just see what's out there and that I already have and start start from there. So, yeah, just different different ways to approach the same problem of, I have tons of loot, is it any good? But carrying on with the guides, we've got a guide from Astagross, who has paired the Sunshot with the Paths of the Burning Steps for the Titans. I feel this is quite Titan-heavy this week. I do apologise for that. Using Energy Accelerant. So this is the mod that you can get from the Artifact, which um, enhances Firefly and other explosive perks. And it works on the Sunshot, which is the only 150 archetype hand cannon of energy. And it's an exotic, if you didn't know. I believe this is a well drop. So it's one of those ones that could... Is it a well drop or is it available in the tower? I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember. I think it's available in the kiosk because it was one was of the faction of the... rally. It was. I'm pretty sure it was one of the faction rally weapons back when those were a thing. Wasn't this one of the ones that you could pick from the quest? You could pick Risk Walker, Sunshot, or something else, couldn't you? From doing the opening quest in Destiny Two when we first started. I think it was one of those. Mm, could be that too. Yeah, I don't. That I don't remember. Okay, I'm gonna stick with it's a well drop. Yeah. So yeah, this is a this is a well drop hand cannon, an exotic hand cannon that you could possibly pick up from Zer if it pops up at Zer. Um, and it wasn't more. It wasn't um, as much as a PvP weapon to use, although it did work in PvP. It works really well in PVE encounters. So when you're kind of trying to take out all these trash mobs and make many, many explosions, you could kind of build this into war mine cells with the explosions having triggers for other explosions further on with the, the war mine build. So this was one to kind of look out for in PvE. Something else that they've kind of found in game 
that has had a knock-on effect with the um, Energy Accelerant mod. I believe it's the Energy Accelerant mod. Um, yes. Is the Crown Splitter is doing the best damage in the game right now. And this is the Titan exclusive sword that you can get. I believe it's just a well drop from like strikes and nightfalls and things. Is that right? Have you had this crown splitter to drop? I've had a couple, but I can't remember where I got them from. Yeah, yeah, it was either either strikes or nightfalls. I do I did get one to drop. So it is, yeah, it's just a end game reward for one of those. And I think they found that you the energy accelerant mod is enhancing how much damage this can output. And Asacross put a really good video together on why you might want to use this over the Lament, which is the exotic sword, which could kind of deal out high amounts of damage. So go check that out. Uh, so yeah, the Crown Splitter can drop from legendary engrams that are earned as a random world drop, or from earning faction packages in the tower vendors such as Shaxx or Zavala. Uh, okay. So a number of places to get it. So yeah, it's just it's in the world loop pool. It's there for you. And it's doing high amounts of damage, so check that out. Mm-hmm. Fatebringer Final Form. Cool guy this week has done his favorite build that can do everything with Firefly. So this is, again, the hand cannon that you can get from the raid. So if you haven't got this, maybe it'll give you a reason to go and try and see if you can get a good roll on this. Um, But he's put a really good guide for why you might want to use this, again, in PvE content and using warm wine cells and putting together a a really good build. Again, very similar to the... um, energy accelerant and the sunshot this is kind of using the fate bringer so you're not having to use uh, an exotic in that slot you can use this and then pick something else for your um exotic which is what kind of cool guy points out in his video so i thought i kind of point people in the direction of that because i think a lot of people were saying that the the fate bringer is it's good you know and there are certain situations that it's good in pvp but if it's top tier pvp it's not kind of one of the weapons that you'll kind of be looking to use so it's more of a pve weapon which kind of makes sense because you get it from a pve content activity to be fair so yeah yep um ifrostbolt has got another video using a uh trace rifle so this is the prometheus lens and using again the path of the burning steps for the titans and why you might want to kind of use this. Uh, uh, have you stepped into momentum control this week, Parody? I have a little bit, just just to get my weekly challenge done for killing either 50 or 75 Guardians, whatever it was. Yeah. Stepped in long enough to do that and get my three weeklies done for Crucible. So you saw the, the laser tag that's going on in there. You know, actually, I didn't. I didn't see a lot of laser tag. Again, I wasn't in very long. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I've played quite a bit of it this week, and um, it was quite funny to see that it is just like Prometheus Lens or Wave Splitter. Those two are the seem to be the ones that people have forgotten about the, what's the frozen one? The Cold... Cold Hearts. Cold Heart, that's it. And oh, sometimes I've seen Runa's Effigy. I've been killed by it, and then when I respawned, I got dunked by the same guy. I was like, brilliant. <laughs> that's amazing. So, yeah, it's just been laser tag in there. Because they do... Wicked amount of damage, and now with the ammo economy and the perks of the the mods that you can now get from just playing the game to drop, and then being able to put those on your armor, I think we pointed out a couple of weeks ago, it's been really fun to see this web, like this weapon archetype, come back up into the meta. And 
it was quite useful a couple of weeks ago. I think I used it in the first Iron Banner with the Wave Splitter and a couple of builds then. But I can see that the Prometheus Lens with the Path of the Burning Steps, where you're kind of getting two or three kills with this. And with the Prometheus Lens exotic perk on it is that it reloads after it gets a kill. So it, it's really good that it kind of you can just hold that button down with the amount of ammo that you can now collect in Crucible and just delete people as they're kind of charging at you. So this was quite fun to see in Momentum Control this week. Yeah, that's awesome. They've always been real good at PvP. You know, they've always been strong in PvP, but you just ran out of ammo. So it was like, I can delete you, but then I got nothing left. Yeah, I've got nothing left after that. It was like 50 ammo, and then that was it. It was gone. Uh, and then if you picked up a brick, it, it barely gave you, I think it was 25 ammo. Now, you, I think if you've got one mod on, it'll give you something in the the realm of like 73 ammo which is a lot better than what it was and then if you have another mod on it gives you up to like 123 so if you've got double you're running double mods to to pick up bricks then you're laughing to be honest another thing as Pody was saying don't forget that each week these challenges come up that require you to go into certain activities so i think for the last couple of weeks we had there was mayhem. You had to complete mayhem and get kills in mayhem. I think it was like 50 kills in mayhem. Then it was uh, playing Iron Banner and get kills in Iron Banner. This week it was playing Momentum Control. I think it was 75 kills in Momentum Control, something like that. Yeah. So don't forget these come up for your weekly challenges as well. Yeah. It's just, yeah, go in, play the activity and yeah, get rewarded for it. Mm. Because you don't want to kind of, if you're, trying to complete those just be aware that these only rotate in about like with iron banner you'll only get like about four iron banners in a season and more or less you'll probably get the same with mayhem and momentum control because where they're trying to balance it out with putting all the other different game modes in so when these do come up try and get them done those weeks because you may not get another opportunity Cheese Forever has got quite a few cool videos this week. First one is the jumping puzzle skip in Solo Flawless Expunged. So this is completing the expunge mission in under 10 minutes with basically flying as a titan using the Lion Rampant's exotic boots that you can kind of drift, um, putting on high mobility and a sword to kind of sword fly across that whole arena. So you don't have to go and kill any enemies. You don't have to push any buttons. You don't have to go near any gravity cannons until you get to the final boss. As I said earlier, and, and just be careful with those things because they kill you instantly. Guardian down. But you can literally fly from once you get through that first initial part down to the area that you kind of have to go down and kill all the enemies. So just be careful of that deletion wall in that initial area. Um, once you kind of get out of there, you can literally fly across to the, the enemy platform. And I think I did it literally two or three minutes but i've kind of unlocked my splicer gauntlet to the point where i've let the kind of give me shortcuts to get through that initial area and the the, the cannons to fire you across the different platforms but you can literally fly to the, that end platform which i found quite nice then there was a little funny video that he put together with the most wholesome boots in destiny i'll, I'll leave you to check that out it's only a minute long so deacon will be happy with that It'll keep her entertained for a minute <laughs> there were also a couple of other glitches that Bungie aren't aware of, or maybe they are aware of, but they just probably don't want you to know about. There's a no teleport on Atheon and no blind debuff, second finisher glitch that Cheese goes over for if you're at the Atheon encounter. Atheon! <laughs> and you don't like being teleported. There are ways to get around being teleported into either portal. 
So have a look at that if you want to try that out. Although it seems more fuss than it does just to learn the encounter. But hey-ho, you know, people do whatever they want to do. Teaser's also got another cool video, 1 minute 25, Deacon, that shows you that you can get random rolled weapons from the kiosk. And these are some of the legendary ones that you can reacquire, like the Redrick's Broadsword, the Night Watch, I believe, which is the Pulse Rifle. But he goes over, you know, Scout there rifle. are Scout Rifle, Pulse Rifles, whatever, whatever's in there. But he goes over the, the rhyme and reason why sometimes you can reacquire these and some of them you can't. But each week with the vendor refresh, these ones in the kiosk actually refresh the rolls on them. So that's worth a quick check out. He also has a more ammo from Rewind Round. Oh, God, no. More ammo from Rewind Rounds. So this is the new perk that you can get from the Vault of Glass weapons. And he shows you a couple of cool tips of doing like the amount of kills that you kind of need or the amount of hits that you need to do before it kind of procs. And you can generate more ammo to come back to the gun so that you don't have to reload as much. So that was worth a watch. So the, the first video that I highlighted for Cheese Forever, that was for the Flawless Labyrinth mission for the Expunged. And Esoteric this week has done a solo Flawless Expunged Sticks time trial in four minutes with Relic Barrier Skips. So I think this is unlocking your spot splicer gauntlet to the point where you can actually walk through the laser beams. He does it in four minutes. Um, I think any kind of regular garden can probably do it. I'd say in about eight minutes, but it then counts towards the time trial for uh, doing these expunge missions, because I think there's a lot of trials for that. So check that video out if you want to see how that's done. Eero has got a couple of cool videos this week. Uh, the Heasen's Vengeance role that changes everything. Now, this is uh, versus other rocket launchers, but there is a, a DPS trick that you can do with this weapon. And I think I put the second video. Yep, I put the second video with that. So. There's one video that he goes over that go, shows you why this weapon is dealing more damage that, or you can put out more damage at a quicker rate than some of the other rocket launchers. But he then went on further and put another video out basically saying that you can have tripod. Now, this is a perk from Destiny 1 where you could get three rockets in the magazine. There are There's a certain trick to getting this to proc on the weapon, but I think it's quite easy to do on a hunter and the hunter dodge when you reload and the i can't remember the name of the perk let me just check it now so this is using the perk overflow which is picking up a special heavy ammo reloads this weapon to beyond normal capacity and what it does on the heathen's vengeance which is the rocket launcher from the vault of glass raid is that it will put two rockets in the magazine so this is how people are able to pay out more damage than like a single shot rocket launcher but there is a trick to getting this to reload to have three rockets in in the barrel. So you just you can literally just fire off all three. So Eero's got a really cool video or two videos on, you know, why it's a really good DPS and then how to get this kind of tripod with the three rockets in the magazine working. He then goes over he's got another video that goes over the plug one is literally null composure, but arc. And is it worth the grind to go and bang your head against the wall in the nightfalls? to get this weapon where you can get the pinnacle reward this season, which is the Null Composure Fusion Rifle, and what kind of what they kind of do 
the, the you know the similarities and what they can kind of roll with and is it worth your time so that was worth a watch a really interesting video that i saw last week which i'll put in this week which was from cami cakes gaming now this was going over some of the vault of glass weapons like the fatebringer the mythoclass and why not every weapon is op and i think it was quite a good critical look at the the nostalgia for these weapons and why you shouldn't believe the hype on some of the youtube videos which technically i don't but when you see somebody wielding it really well again it's it's down to kind of the wielder normally and i know they're saying like the god rolls and things but he had a really good take on not all the weapons that they're bringing back are good so i thought that was quite an interesting take on it so i thought i'd kind of point people in the direction of that if they've got a spare eight minutes deacon to go and watch that our friend of the show froggy 618157725 has a video on out of bounds again and how to get to the top of the rockets in the steps on the cosmodrome or steeps is it steeps or steps i can't remember which one it is but it's there you can't stand on the rockets that you kind of just fall through them but you can sparrow fly over to them and have a look at some of the the lovely scenery and some of the ways that they kind of i love the way that they kind of break out of a a nightfall to create a spawn point as a location for when you want to kind of go to something else and do something else and get to the out of bounds which is quite interesting how they do it i mean i haven't got the time or the effort to do it myself but it's just interesting to see what these guys can accomplish from breaking out of the map and seeing where they can get to crazy mr pips this week has done a few guides for beginners so if you're new to destiny or getting into destiny or getting somebody like deacon interested in destiny these videos might be worth kind of pointing them in the direction of so he's got a couple of beginners guides for things that you must know and i'll link the one that's the first exotic every new player should get. Uh, it's quite an interesting take on what weapon it is, um, but I'll let you guys see. It's only a three-minute video, so uh, Deacon, so you'll be happy. Approved. I was going to ask yes. if it's a whole, if it's a new player guide. Yeah, you know, I wasn't sure that would be Deacon. With no Deacon time time limits. <laughs> He's got like three or four different beginners guides and tips of what to kind of do as a new player, but they are kind of short videos, so they're worth a, a quick watch. Oh, that's really nice because a lot of the a lot of the I saw he'd done new player guides. And I feel like every time we see one, it's like a new player guide, sixteen hours long. It's like no, no, this is not what we need for new players. So I'm, it's nice to see shorter, bite size. Like give me little bits and pieces. Don't don't make me sit down for twenty minutes or forty five minutes and watch a whole. That's nice. Oh, real time update from our friend of the show, Cheese Forever. So I asked our friend Cheese, does the colony still kill the Minotaurs in Gatekeeper Encounter after the patch of the Prometheus Lens? He says, nah, you can still freeze or blind or push them off. So real-time update from Cheese Forever there. Ah, there we go. So yeah, so yeah, whoever I saw mention that in the Frozen Discord did was correct that it was no longer working. Forgive me, I don't remember who it was. Or if their name is even their name. Everyone keeps changing the names and I'm old and... <laughs> But that's interesting that you can still freeze or blind or push them off, shoulder charge them off the edge of the map. That's the new OP method. Over here. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Drewski uh, has got a cool gunslinger build to rival Stasis. Uh, this, I think it's he's using the Arthurus Embrace and the bottom tree on the gunslinger for the hunters. 
that was worth a watch. I thought he was putting some real good work for that. Go and check that out. Uh, JB3 has a 20 second, 27 second video. So again, Deacon approved on <laughs> dragons flying over the vault of glass. That was interesting. Hmm. Interesting. There is another limited time emblem that you can get, the Electromagnum and Spectral Sea. And T Glizzy has got a 3 minute and 29 second video on how to get those. As I spoke about earlier, there are a couple of new VOG metas. With fusion rifles are the new like easy one phase on some of the bosses, and Scrub has a video for you for that. Another Cheese Forever video that kind of popped up this morning or last night when I was kind of finishing off my, my videos for you guys. Uh, Firefly and Rewind Rounds stacks, so you never have to reload. And Cheese has got a cool 1 minute and 20 second video on how this works, so check that out. It breaks my immersion, I hate reloading. That sounds perfect. Uh, he's also got one other video that came out. Uh, behemoth flying again. Be behemoth. Behemoth, Deacon. Behemoth. So, again, after the patch, you can still do a lot of flying with your behemoth titans. If you wanted to check that out, that's a minute video. Lucky Tempe has another cool video that has been discovered in, like, the... I think it was discovered on Reddit and, and posted a short clip of getting through the Gorgon maze in the Vault of Glass. Now, this is called the Chad strategy. Uh, it's ridiculous. It really literally is ridiculous. You can run along. There's a certain path that you can run along and you can hit a Gorgon as you walk past and they will not do anything. <laughs> literally, the, all six of them are running past this Gorgon and tapping it on its ass as you're running past. And he sees this he sees this in this video that he's watching. He's going, no, they, they must have glitched. There's, there's no way that they could do that. And then he takes his team through and does exactly the same thing. And literally, they ran past like these two or three Gorgons and nothing happens whatsoever. So I don't know whether it's a, a bug with the game that you can literally hug this wall and nothing happens. But I thought it was quite interesting to, to see and post. Oh, that's so funny. And then finally, Crazy Mr. Pips has a cool, awesome synergy video for the Hunters again. This is using the Arthras's Embrace and the Wave Splitter. And I wasn't going to put it in because it's just another one of these ones of Wave Splitters and Prometheus Lens like builds. Until I saw him kind of get a few kills and then throw that throwing knife with the Arthras's Embrace. Now, with that exotic, it's the one where you can kind of, it gives you a better precision damage on, or it gives you better accuracy on knife throws so this is the bottom tree bottom tree gunslinger build so you can throw the weighted knife and i think it bounces off walls and floors and i saw him kind of throw this knife and it didn't go anywhere near the guy but it literally got him the kill because he'd already got a kill beforehand and it gives you like a 25 second timer to then get a kill with the knife so i think this is an, it's a really cool pvp build so i thought i'd kind of include that as a, a thing Nice. So is there anything that you've kind of come across this week that you'd like to highlight for people? Yeah, there are a couple of things you've already mentioned that I didn't throw in the notes there, but I did I did see that uh, apparently um, Irvin on YouTube has apparently, uh, I'll link to the YouTube and also the Reddit post I saw about, you know, since since the release of Exponential Labyrinth, we see countless clips of Titans and Warlocks flying their way through the mission with Icarus dashes, 
of the Lion Ramparts and Swords. After 15 hours and over 400 deaths, I present to you Expunge Labyrinth in 3 minutes and 26 seconds on a hunter. And we'll link to the YouTube where he goes through 3 minutes and 26 seconds on a hunter flying his way through the Expunge mission, which basically involves using a combination of the Shatter Dive and the... Oh god, the sword that you shoot things at range that I now can't find the name. Oh, this, is World it the Line Zero. Oh, uh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, you could do fine with that. Yeah, yeah so it's like the World Line Zero plus the Shatter Dive and the Glacial Wall, and it's this ridiculous, like, you basically, you know, like rocket jump your way through the world, except you're Shatter Diving onto the World Line Zero. Onto it, It's wild. Just watch it. It's really a work of art. And he has a whole bunch of notes saying, you know, this didn't really take, you know, this didn't take him, you know, full 15 hours to do. It was a, you know, sort of once I figured out the best sort of path through, it was only, you know, only four or five more hours to, to hone it down into three and a half minutes of <laughs> getting through this. But it is just a sight to behold that I, and I just appreciate anyone with that level of ingenuity, time, relentlessness, something to make that happen. Yeah. And then I watched uh, Rostophilus put a video out. Uh on the Gamma Guide, Best Reaper plus Team Guide, Increase Wins, more Destiny 2. Which, it was sort of... I don't know if he's been doing this a lot with his, his more recent stuff, but it's like, you can listen to the video, and you can watch the video, and get two totally different sets of information. Because he'll put text over the video of, like, additional things as he's talking about one thing. And so this is one build that I was I was playing around with a little bit this week. Finally, you know got unlazy, what are we, 16 years into Destiny and going, I should actually try one of these out. Because it uses either mid-tree Titan or top-tree Warlock, basically uh, uh, for void builds. Your armor, you're going to want a a recovery of at least 8, intellect of 3, and some discipline, how much is, you know, whatever you can get in there. It uses a series of Warmind cells, so Warmind Protection, Warmind Protection, to reduce your damage when you're standing near a cell. Warmind Decree, to generate cell on void splash damage that's new this season and Rage of the Warmind to cause solar damage on Warmind Explosion. You're also going to want to throw on a Well of Life mod, Recuperation mod, two Concussion Dampener mods, and then the loadout for this is you're going to want, for your energy weapon, Telesto, because it's the best when it breaks all the things. It gives you beautiful Void Splash damage. You're heavy, you can go with either, he recommends Fallen Geese, Surrounded and Tireless, or a machine gun like the Shattered Cypher, basically something with an unrelenting and auto perk um and then for your primary what we're looking for is unrelenting which gives you basically gives you life back on rapid kills he recommends the multi-mock from the iron banner or the friction fire and i actually have been playing with this because usually when i see these videos it's like oh you need this this and you need all of this nonsense that i have and probably deleted because i don't keep it all i actually had a multi-mock with unrelenting i had a machine gun with unrelenting on it and of course I have a Telesto because who can take the Telesto off? And so I've been playing Gambit with the, the Multimox CCX. I have a, a role with subs, Subsistence, which gives me the partial reloads on kills and Unrelenting on it, Flared Magwell, and uh, I think IS2 Classic Sight that I masterworked because why not? It has been stupidly fun. Basically, with this build, you're running around, shooting things, you're creating splash damage. You're making Warmind Cells, you're standing near the Warmind Cells for protection, you're blowing them up for more damage, you're making more Warmind Cells with the Telesto. Because you're running the Telesto in the Void subclass, it also 
destroys primevals, any or the primeval wizards. It destroys anything with the void shield. It's just you're just a reaping machine. I still can't pick up moats as a as a titan because our hands are too big or they fall through the map. But just the number of kills I'm able to generate is great. So I just I've been having a lot of fun with that build this week, and I'll we'll put the video in the show you know, link in the show notes with all the other videos. Cause it's just been it's just been way too much fun because I've been playing lots of Gambit because for some reason I feel the need to to guild that title again. So that's what I'm working on. <laughs> Um, I also want to throw in a quick video. Have you seen the Insurrection Prime dancing? Because, my friends, you have not lived yes. until you've seen the beautiful, fully rendered by the Tigalomaniac on Twitter, Insurrection, yeah, Insurrection Prime dancing. It's 18 seconds. It's Deacon approved. It's marvelous. I love it. And... Um, I also just wanted to wanted to say if I watched the you know the Saint bedtime story cutscene in the game for once and actually had the sound up, which is sort of a rarity for me these days. <laughs> but I appreciate the Destiny to the game on Twitter also posted the full two minute twelve second, uh, you know the the Saint a bedtime story. Uh, maybe don't watch it right before you go to bed because it might not give you the sweetest of dreams. But I but one I absolutely love the art style the cutscenes are doing. And two, I appreciate they put this out in a way that was outside of the game where I wouldn't have to go from someone else. They put it out sort of officially. And I just mm -hmm. love, I love the art style. And I love the story and, and I love scene 14. So it's, I mean, how, how could I not watch? It? And I think that's all, all, all else I watched this week that you hadn't covered. Two podcasts. I want to kind of point you guys in the direction of, if you haven't heard them this week or haven't heard of them, the destiny community podcast, Firing range. Now, this is Fallout plays, Cami Cakes, Drewski, um, all those guys that you kind of you see the videos from. Uh, cool guy. They kind of do the the firing range podcast, which is a, an offshoot of the Destiny Community podcast. Now, the only confusing thing about the Destiny Community podcast is that they do the DCP podcast every week. Then they have uh, a retro gaming part of that podcast. So if you subscribe, you kind of get that as well as uh, there's another one that they kind of do, like talking about something else. And they also do Firing Range, which is these guys that put out the YouTube videos like Fallout. And I think that's every two weeks that they kind of get together and, and talk about metas and weapons and perks and cones and things like that. Now, this past one, they had two guys from Bungie on. The two guys that have kind of been talking recently in the TWABs, uh, about the different changes to stasis and the weapons and the sandbox. Kevin Yanis and Chris Proctor. So they had those two guys on this week. Uh, it's firing range number 28. And literally, they go into what they could do in detail of different things. And I'll give you a kind of uh, a quick overview because I don't want to kind of spoil it for anybody. So they go into the design philosophy of stasis. They don't comment on the future of any more dark subclasses. There's kind of a mums the word on that we can't really say anything they wanted to let people know that they are playing the game you know quite anonymously they'll kind of go off and play trials to see what the cheaters are doing they'll play in nightfalls to see what kind of how much you can kind of damage these bosses they're playing raids so they are seeing 
firsthand what kind of stasis has been doing what the cheetahs are doing so they are kind of trying to get all the as much information as they can firsthand uh, the question was posed to them where is rift <laughs> they want to let people know that the uh, dead man's tail the exotic scout rifle that you can kind of get from the glycon mission is looking at being potentially pulled back later this season and they did say this season because uh, they are aware that it is one of those ones that is quite high up there in in being used. Um, I'm not sure whether that's more on PC or on console. I mean, I see it now and then. I didn't see it that much in Momentum Control, although I did hear it quite a bit. You could hear that bang, bang, bang reload action. They're looking at the special ammo economy being touched coming up because they're quite aware that they still want people to use uh, energy weapons, but they don't want it kind of as much as what it is at the moment to kind of crutch on. Whereas you can kind of, you know, literally run around and there are green bricks everywhere kind of thing. Most weapons uh, or weapon types are being in certain places. They talk about that and what they're happy with, what they're not happy with. They talk about no distractions. Now, this is quite interesting. The No Distractions perk actually stacks with other unflinching mods. So the No Distractions perk on the weapons gives you a a base of 35% of uh, unflinching. And this can actually stack with unflinching mods. And if you put two unflinching mods on your armor piece, it will give you what the No Distractions gives you, which is 35%. So potentially, I'm not sure if the the kind of the numbers work out. I'm guessing Fallout or Crawl Guy or somebody will do a video on this now they know the numbers of how much reduction it does give you. So that's quite interesting. Uh, Something else that I found quite interesting is that they were talking about the Vex Mythoclass. They were saying that it's not landing as strong as they wanted to. So when they kind of first envisioned this kind of coming back, I think they... They wanted to see, you know, what it was like. And, uh, you know, it may be something that they touch next season. So not this season, but in in the follow up. So it may be getting a a slight buff, which is quite nice because as we've seen with Destiny Fun Police, there are some really cool builds that you can put together for the Titans with the Path of the Burning Steps where you can get the stacks. And if you've got the catalyst, it kind of unlocks a, a, a lot more potential. So it getting a buff is quite good news. And they wanted to kind of just make people aware that they are looking at the quick swap glitch. Now, this is the one with the shotguns that people are using mainly like in like Deepstone Crypt to rock the um, slug shotguns to do more damage to, to the bosses and things. It is being looked at. And I have seen a, a couple of arguments of why it shouldn't be looked at, because it's something that's in every first person shooter game that you can kind of cancel the animation to quickly get out another weapon um and it is higher skilled players that can kind of do this you know regular people regular players can't do it as well you know it is a skill to actually learn i think mercules was talking about this that it's something that it's in the game so why take it out of the game if it isn't actually hurting anybody it's i mean i can see like in trials with people hot swapping to different weapons that that's maybe where they're looking at it from, not potentially a PVE aspect, but they kind of did say that they'd be looking at that going further. So um, that was quite interesting to go and listen to. It's about three hours long. And what was quite nice is they actually give, uh, I think it was um, Chris Proctor is actually giving numbers to Fallout. Fallout was asking him, you know, what are the, 
the cones or the the damage fall off for this <laughs> or that so all the numbers that Dream. have kind of been guessed at yeah for the last god knows how many years i think the last time that they that the kind of community was actually given any numbers was from the crucible i think it was crucible radio i can't remember it was birds bones and swain that did i think it was crucible radio that actually had two of the sandbox guys on there when they were doing the sandbox and they actually gave them numbers at that time so this is the first time apart from in the twilight where we've seen numbers that fallout was kind of in joyous praise of the fact that you managed to get these guys and pin them down to some numbers <laughs> and um i didn't really understand a lot of what the, they were saying but it sounded like fallout did and which is good because that means that there'll be videos coming later on that will explain it in layman's terms for me and you know <laughs> for me to then put it into practice which would be nice so if you're into all that it's, it's a really cool uh three-hour podcast of that so it's definitely deacon not approved <laughs> so yeah and the final one is the um fire team chat it was their final weekly show that they're doing for the destiny 2 or destiny and overall so destiny is actually kind of giving up on the the weekly format and they had a big last hurrah for their 300th episode this week just gone uh, a couple of returning guests like fran Mirabella, who's who was on it from like way back when um and as Destin says, you know, it's been seven years of his life doing this podcast along with the game. They will kind of continue to do one-off episodes when there is a big DLC coming or there's a big info dump. So the guys will kind of still get back together, but it's not going to be a weekly thing. So I felt a bit sad for that. And I know they announced it last week and Deacon highlighted it um, in the show notes, but I just thought I'd kind of point people in the direction of the last like weekly one so it's a bit sad to to see them kind of bow out as you know some of the other destiny podcasts that have followed for all these years you know the crucible radio uh guardian radio uh, other radios yeah there was a, you know it's a destiny reset destiny the game it's just really sad when you know the, the content creators that you kind of listen to kind of just say you know we, we've had enough so it's it, it was a bit tearful. Yeah, that's always that's always the moment you start something. There's always gonna gonna come a day where it will end. Don't now, you say that now. No, don't you say that. Well, no, just to say, <laughs> we, we we do promise we've we've promised you another 123 episodes because that's when the glorious return of Deacon happens. So we're not going anywhere. We're going to continue to be here. Um, what I was gonna say is, if you do find that there's some sort of like destiny-sized hole in your in your heart in your podcast feed. There is a wonderful place, other than Two Titans and a Hunter, which really is is the show you need. Um, there is another place you can go, which is destinypodcasts.com. That's podcasts, plural, dot com. And there is a list of many, many fine shows. The list that Kingsley Mack from The Guardian Hub has put together. And if you do have a Destiny show, reach out to him and he will get it added to the list. There is a wonderful list of our very rapidly growing Destiny podcast Family, mob, gang, it's hard to say what it is. Yeah. But if you're if you're looking for lore, if you're looking for takes on Destiny, you know, everybody comes to Destiny from their own their own special secret sauce kind of way. So if if you find yourself that, you know, yeah, you just need more Destiny, destinypodcast.com. There's a wonderful list there. We're on it along with our friends at Garden. But if you're just like I need more, there is more to have. 
And did you say you were going to do the, where was it, the, the Reddit thing? Um, yeah, I, I did see, yeah, in, in D2 Clans, I saw you would flag this. So there's someone, or, you know, if you're on Stadia, uh, my clan is called New Age Vamps, V-A-M-P-S, like vampires. They have a, they have a you know, clan of Stadia players, but the goal is to have every platform so we can all play. Crossplay officially launches. They grind out the game and it has no one to do raids with. So we're hoping to find more players who can raid together and hang out and play. And so they are New Age Vamps, V-A-M-P-S on Bungie. So yeah, if you're if you're on Stadia or just looking for people to play with and talk testing with, that you know you can get that sweet clan loot and go raids with. Check out New Age Vamps. And that I think brings us to the end to the end of our show. Definitely not Deacon approved then this week, you know, over Three hours long here. Oh, no, certainly not. in chat anyway, but maybe not the podcast when it comes out the other end. Yeah, podcast could be, could be, so, could be like a sweet 15 minutes, and that's it. It's hard to say. You, you never know what you're going to get from, from the live show to the unlive show. There, there's no respawn uh, live stream, so no one will even know what happened after he, he left. Could be anything. It could be the point where I have to say thank you for joining us. Your titans are parody and night demon. Your hunters don't want to respawn in real life. Your lore scribe. Coming to us mobily is not ARF. You can email the show at 2TitansAndTheHunter at Hotmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at 2Titans underscore Hunter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at 2TitansAndTheHunter. You can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live, Respawn on PC, and also on Guardian Downcast episode 97. He's kind of a big deal. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere. Everywhere friends that find podcasts are sold. Watch the show on YouTube. Look at Night Demon's glorious vault of glass completions to prove respawn wrong. And remember, if we wish to survive, we must all learn to live alongside our mom. Until next week, friends, say goodbye, Night Demon. Goodbye, Night Demon.